episode 17 of the dad pot sportscast uh i'm kevin on the other end is john and welcome back from the shadow realm Artie, he has returned. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> back from the back from the Phantom Zone. He's alive. Yes. yes he, I don't know if anybody of, noticed last week. Well, um, he gave he gave a legal filibuster and then kind of just. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I bored everyone to tears, and then I was just I no, self. Didn't. Self regulated, yeah, and I said, I'm gonna shut up now for the next we hour. Shadow band, we shadow banned Arthur. <laughs> he took 15 minutes in a legal filibuster. And my, my two my two year old son woke up and decided that you know what, better not to just to not go back to sleep for the rest of the night, and we're, that's punishment gonna, for how I spoke on the pod. Yeah, we're just gonna mute you, dad. His son put the perma ban on, perma ban, drop, that's fine, drop, drop the ban hammer. It, it's like the Showtime at the Apollo, where the Sandman comes out with the hook. That's that's what Jackson. Pretty did. much. <laughs> You're done, Dad. You're done. So the way bankruptcy works. Good- all right, that's uh, that's enough. That's enough. That's- <laughs> Who wants to learn about Chapter Eleven? <laughs> yeah, what's well, it's time to go? Um, but a lot yeah, of news, got- boys. A lot of news. Yeah, a lot of sports of news. Uh, got some NFL stuff. A bunch of NFL stuff, actually. Bunch of uh, World Baseball Classic and baseball. Uh, that's always fun. Uh, the Phillies are killing people. That That's always great. Hey, um, Italy won a game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought yeah the flying piazzas. Let's go. Hey, listen. <laughs> listen, you got to root for something. You might as well root for something like that. Right? Yep. Uh, John Morant is uh, waving a guns. A wild yeah, man. He's, he's, he's doing something. And the NHL is... Getting bonkers. It's getting down Get, to it. Getting I, it's getting icy out there, people. The boys <laughs> are buzzing. The boys are buzzing, as they would say. Yes. So uh, to start, I guess we'll 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 jump right into it. NFL. Um, we all thought Derek Carr was going to come to New York, and suddenly that is not well, a thing. They took him out to dinner, a Broadway show, dessert. You know, strip club afterwards. I don't know. They took him out for like four days and, and nothing happened. <laughs> went, to, went to Rick's. They went to everywhere. They did. They hit just about every possible thing you could do, you know, to take someone out on a date in New York. And they were like, OK, it ended with the equivalent of like a handshake. Like, oh, thanks. The this problem is, is that Derek Carr is was always the Jets side piece. To Aaron Rodgers, and that much has oh, been made clear. Oh, that's and, not even debatable, right? And yeah, so Derek not. Carr got tired of waiting and decided to ask a different team to the prom. Look, I can't say I blame years, him. Four years, one hundred fifty, and you're playing in a dome in a weak division. Uh, I, I'm gonna take would, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take it it's, with uh, with Tampa I, I, Bay with the Tampa Bay team that's you know gonna be on a fire sale and and don't going down. Carolina that's rebuilding, and Atlanta that's something doing something. Um, Atlanta's just there, like they're they're just making up the the fucking thirty two teams. It's they're playing whose lines it anyway. The point the way the rules don't make up the rules and the points don't matter. Yeah, that's that's Atlanta. That's no, how apparently Atlanta. Speaking speaking of Atlanta um, and free agency, they apparently. Um, I heard today that they might have been in on the Lamar Jackson that some people in the organization wanted to be in on Lamar Jackson, but they, others were not so keen. They publicly said they won't be right, which is weird. 
I mean, but here's the thing. Be. Well, so I, most teams should be, and you know what? It's it's funny you say that because when we get to the Aaron Rodgers stuff, I want to oh. bring that. I want to bring that up, but I don't know what teams shouldn't. What teams wouldn't be in on Lamar, even though it's going to cost you two firsts to sign him? That's the thing. I don't know what teams like again. If they trust Desmond Ritter down in Atlanta, God bless. Fine. I, I don't think it's yeah, Desmond right. Ritter. I, I think they, but, they convinced themselves that Bryce Young is their answer. Ugh. And uh, I mean, more power to you, but uh, yeah, be right back to this. They're looking at dollar signs because he's going to be cheap for four years. That's uh, a, that's always a good plan until you realize that like until everyone not. harkens back <laughs> to the everyone harkens back to the Seahawks with Russell Wilson on a rookie deal and like, oh, look at the dynasty, the Legion of Boom. But the Legion of Boom existed si- prior to them drafting Russell Wilson. Like, people forget that. That, like, that roster was constructed and was getting better and better the two years prior to them drafting Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. It was, you can't, it like, trend- draft a quarterback for- and be like... People forget that Matt Hasselbeck was the quarterback and was getting him into the playoffs prior right. to fucking Russell that Wilson was a, being there. That was a Super Bowl, wild- dude. Right. Yep. That was a wild card team. That, that was a really good team for, like, five years before Russell Wilson. He stepped in it. Like, he was... You, like that's why teams like the, the Jets in, fail because they draft the Zach Wilson and he's got nothing around him. He won the job in camp because remember the Seahawks signed what's his name Huntley 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 from Green Bay after that one game where he threw seventeen touchdowns. <laughs> and you you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then they they drafted Wilson in what the third round and he won the job. But like you said, that team was already kind of on the rise. And then they made good decisions. You know, they went to the Super Bowl in 2005 and they were 13 and three. Like, it wasn't like they were exactly chopped liver. No, no, they weren't. No, they had they had pieces in place. And that, that's my point. Like, so anywho. Derek so, Carr, back to Derek Carr and to the Saints. I mean, do we think the Saints are now automatic like favorites to win the NFC South now? <sighs> I guess I as of automatic, now, but they're probably by the odds on favorite right now because yeah. well because the Panthers probably don't have a quarterback right now, the Buccaneers probably don't have a quarterback right now. Atlanta's trotting out a second year player that what played what four games last year, right? If so, not giving it to a rookie, so yeah, like you're, you're consider uh, Ritter, consider Desmond Ritter a rookie, a rookie by default because he played four games. So right. rookie QB and and two other teams that don't have one. So by default, yeah, the Saints are are going to win that division by default. But I mean, we're talking about maybe maybe an eight and nine, another and nine, nine and eight team, ten and six, seven team. They're not going to be. They're not going to be winning fourteen games. No, no. By my just, estimation, no. no. I just, I, I, I think. I think the Carolina is the only well, other team that's capable is, right is now. Is Alvin Kamara getting suspended for his uh, nightclub scuffle or whatever the fuck? Got to see. I don't know. We so even if so, out. what? It's a four. It, that's going to be a four or six game suspension. Still, but then here, but then here's he the thing all, too. There's no other weapons there. The Saints the are still the Saints are still twenty five million over the cap, even after yeah. signing Derek Carr. I think so. <laughs> you know, somebody's got to go. Well, so, they're going to cut like, Jameis Winston. 
Which okay. is gonna, I Probably. think, going to save them a few mil. Four then, million. Let's pull up and the... And if Derek uh, Carr gets hurt, you're right back where you were, and it's fucking Taysom Hill as your fucking quarterback? Yes. Cool. Cool, cool. The only thing, if they, the only cool. thing they do is, if they cut him, they give him a post-June 1st designation, they save 12 million. Almost oh, that's 13. Significant. That's significant. But if they do a pre-June 1st designation, it's only 4 million. Well, they're not going. Well, now that they've signed Carr, they're not going to cut until after June first. Yeah, they give them. They're the going to keep him on the roster. They're going to they'll pay him his fucking his roster bonus. It doesn't matter if they don't give a shit. Might as well. But uh, so moving on from that, so one guy spurned us, and the other guy hasn't made a decision. So let's talk about it. Uh, Roger spoke to the Jets this past Monday. <laughs> Nothing imminent. Signs of a pulse. But what do we I mean, they went to Cal. They went to California. The Jets people went to California to talk to him, you know, and like I said, put on, you know, went to Starbucks and, you know, talked like, I I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Like they went to to Roger's favorite juice cleansing place. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. John, but you gotta try the Mokta, bro. Yeah. Or the, yeah. I, I, you know what? I, I can't. Know. Some yeah, right. something green, something green. Right. It's just I'm imagining a something, green yes. liquid lunch. Yeah, and you know the Jets are making moves to restructure cap space, so it looks like this is going to happen, but nothing has come down. But see, here's the thing. <sighs> okay, we talked about Lamar Jackson and teams that you know maybe should be in on him or shouldn't be, whatever. No one else right. wants Rogers, and should that say something? That's what I've been like, trying to tell everybody. No one wants him. And it's like, oh, just, I'll just go to the Jets. It's like, you know, that's the only girl who wants to talk to me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That could be, a, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 think, I, I agree with you, John. I, mean, I, I agree with you completely. I think it says more about the Jets than it does Aaron Rodgers, to be honest. With like you. you're telling, like again, you're to like a team like the Titans, or I mean, I guess they're they're just cutting everybody apparently. But like some teams that desperately need quarterbacks, they're not even calling. Yeah, I'm surprised that like San Francisco isn't in on that mix because like. That's the one team where you're like, no, I know, be- I know, I joke because of that. No, it's no, the forget Brock Purdy Purdy trade, No, forget, no, forget that. Like, they should uh, trade for Brock Purdy for Aaron Rodgers. It's just funny how, like, how how it's just we always bring up the 49ers and they still have Trey Lance and like we don't know what Trey Lance Nobody is cares. at this point. And I sent you that thing, that Seinfeld clip thing where. <laughs> Where it's like you he have, scratches his head. He scratches it. You saw that, right? Yeah, yeah I saw great. it. Up, the higher up on the higher up on the face, the worse it is. And he yeah. scratches the top of his head. Like, yeah, he's doing good. It's like, nah, nah, bro. Nope. Oh no, my good. god. But it's I, just, I can't I, I can't take it seriously yet when until something happens with the 49ers because like I feel like they, everyone talks about like Jimmy Garoppolo is available. I feel like he's going to be back there on like a $10 million deal as like the super backup. I think it's telling that a team as notoriously fucked up as the Las Vegas Raiders. Even them are like, we're not touching this motherfucker. We're not, we're not even taking. I know, and they have his, and they have what? What do you call it? Devontae Adams, former number one. And the Raiders have weapons. Like the Raiders have talent around him. They tag Jacobs. They have was it Adams? They have uh, Hunter Renfro. They have Waller. Waller. 
Yeah, I was gonna say they they one looked at him. They're like, nope, not not touching it. Don't want they, any part they have of a it. Hit, you know, which is why I, I, I didn't want him on my team. But you're going to have him, so suck it up. Right, you're gonna have what him, and the problem, it? and you better have him for two years because if he retires next year, it's like a seventy million dollar cap hit if he retires. <laughs> Maybe they're trying to structure some sort of like. Oh, they're gonna if, well, you're gonna have to restructure the deal when you trade for him, no matter what. Absolutely. So you're gonna you have can't. to, but it's it's a mess, fellas. Like I I don't know, like I'm just I'm not though. I'm not feeling this. I don't I think it happens, and I'm not oh, but, I'm not excited but, anymore. But get ready all. for the full Aaron Rodgers experience. This motherfucker's gonna come on here. He's gonna be on every fucking talk radio. Uh, I'm sure that Craig Carton's going to fellate him live from. Oh, yeah. No, he actually, uh, no, but he's mm-hmm. been saying like it's not a good thing. He doesn't no, want him. Carton to. doesn't want oh, him. He, he says Evan, that. Now. Evan is more. He says yeah. that now. The day that he f- gets go fucking 2 and 0 early in the season and fucking. The rate, well, the ratings book goes up because of that. Right, exactly. Like, no, like, I know. I listen. I don't, I don't take much stock into what a lot of these guys say because. But, they do, what, do all, they do what they do what helps the ratings. The he's gonna do fucking Jimmy Kimmel. He's gonna do Jimmy Fallon. He's gonna do all the bullshit. And suddenly Aaron Rodgers is gonna get fucking. We're gonna what get. What did we say? What did we say last week about um the Yankees love to suck their own it's dick? Brand. It's a brand. <laughs> That's the, it's a yeah. brand. It's not a baseball team. It's a brand. And the Jets are not a football team. They're trying Woody to be Johnson a brand. Is, Woody Johnson loves himself some Woody. I'll tell you that. <laughs> You're not wrong. Dave. You're not wrong. Like, I, I wish I had better news for you than Aaron Rodgers is going to be your quarterback. Like, at a certain point, like a few years ago, that would have been great. Aaron Rodgers now, it's a I, know, I just feel like it's so anticlimactic when it happens. It's going to be like, oh, okay, great. It's not going to be like when Favre, the, 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 Film crews like putting the cameras on, watching the plane land at New- Newark, like Teterboro. No, like you know what it is? It's it's fucking Joe Montana joining the Chiefs. That that's what it is. Yeah, like, yeah, that, that's, that's exactly fair. That's fair. Like okay, great. He sure Joe Montana joined the Chiefs, but did anything come out of it? No. No, like, but that was also the end of his career. You're, you're telling me you're telling me that Aaron Rodgers isn't at the end of his right now. I guess you're right, but it was but there was no fanfare like this. You know, there was no like, you know what I mean? Like none of this I, bullshit I I, of I this day to day shit. It was just like, oh, there's rumors Joe Montana is going to be traded or he's going to sign with whoever. It's like, oh, okay, and then when it happens, it's like, all right, that that's what I mean. Like um, this day to day shit of like, what did we talk about for literally two weeks? Oh, he's in his fucking black hole. You know what I mean? Like. And that was news. He's in a flotation pod. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's like that. And that was news. Like, who yeah. gives a shit? Now, do you? Would you guys feel differently if, depending on what the draft compensation is for Rodgers, or is that like almost irrelevant? I think it's irrelevant at this point. No, I think it's. I think it's, it's, I think it's what Woody Johnson's going to pay. What Woody Johnson wants to pay, like, right. just to get it done because he listens to the fans. Yeah, I don't. Well, don't right. Like, I, I mean, I'd feel slightly better about it without having to give up a first round pick, but you probably, you probably do a one, maybe two, two, something like that. Yeah, but I don't, at this point, I don't think it makes a difference, man. I'd like, honestly, like, I think that he, like John said, he's going to pay whatever the fuck he's going to pay anyway. 
And I don't compensation wise, I think he would look if, if if fucking Greeny is out here saying that he'll cut his dick off to have Aaron Rodgers. Imagine what a Woody Johnson would do. You see, you got what I'm saying? Like the, mm-hmm. that, yeah, that's it's... where we're at right now. Like he will mortgage the whole franchise if he has to to get Aaron Rodgers here at this point. And that that's the reality of it. Yeah. Speaking of the Jets, did you uh, see the uh, the trade they did make today? They traded Chuck Clark. Clark. Yeah, Chuck Clark. Yeah, I saw that. Everyone's like, everyone's like, oh my god, it's an amazing deal. Like, right. I, I guess. Cool. Just starting safety. It's all right. Just it's a, like it's all right. Like, I think getting rid of Braxton Barrios is a bigger deal than fucking. I was gonna say. Chuck I was gonna say they cut Barrios. That's so, that's, like, that's 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 salary cap. You know. Well, yeah, basically, but, like, you know, that's to make room for AA Ron. So, well, yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> I like Barrios. I don't love him, but you know, I liked him. He was a good player. Yeah, he, he was role player. Look, a bit good role player. Very good role you know, player. Right. Good like, front return very- guy. Yeah, he's a. Uh, he, you need guys like him on on your team to win. You know. Yeah, but, but he he's he's gonna lock on with like. I could see him locking on with like the Patriots or some shit like that and him becoming a fucking third down guy, like a, a slot guy. You know what I mean? Like that, I could see that happening. Like yeah, probably. in an organization like that, I could see him getting mileage out of that. I could see him signing with like a, like the Detroit Lions or some shit and getting mileage out of being a fucking third option and just running it for the rest of your fucking life. You know what I mean? Like it's what he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if staying with Jets or Jets and Jace, uh, Geno Smith got a bag. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't say he didn't necessarily earn it. Listen, he a lot of people wrote off the Seahawks. They're going to be shit this year. You know what? They played well. I got to give it to them. As much as I hate the Seahawks and I hate Pete Carroll, you know what? They got rid of the pro- the real problem, apparently, and they rewarded the guy who you know got it done this year. Well, I mean, like, it is what it is. Like, do I think he's going to have the same type of year next year? Probably not. Probably but, not. No. But it's whatever. Give, give him the chance to compete. Maybe, hopefully, like a guy like Geno Smith put, starts putting together. But uh, reason to believe that that shit's not going to happen. But yeah, I mean, literally, he signed last year. He signed a a nine hundred thousand dollar contract, like league minimum, for the Seahawks. And he was on a per game roster bonus. So like, you know, he ended up making it, he ended up making it worth his time, but like he got rewarded for the play. And that's where the one time, one of the few times we could be like, yeah, okay. I could see it. And again, these contracts are like two year deals essentially. Yeah. No, it, yeah it's all, it's all, it's all fig easy. Like, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Big time. We touched on it. Uh, Lamar Jackson got tagged. He is pissed. Uh, teams can sign him, but uh, they have to give up the aforementioned two first rounders. Um, more teams, as John said, should be in on him, but we'll see. We'll see how that know. plays out. I, but, I don't know uh, if he's worth. If he was a healthier player, I think I think you'd have a couple of teams that would do the two the two first round picks. But um, yeah, I think. If it was me, if I was running like the Titans or the, you know, a team, an organization like that, or even the Falcons, like, I don't know if I'd give up two first round picks for him. I don't as much as I'd be like, hey, you know, 
Now, if I was the Jets, I'd be like, sure, because we fucking blow it making first round picks anyway. So, <laughs> not what's different? We blow. Okay. The self loathing, the absolute self loathing in you. I, I fucking love it. I, I, I can't. <laughs> Listen, I, I, trust I, me, I and trust it's me. It's been how many guys. years of pain? I get it. Yeah. You're conditioned, like, you're conditioned for a certain amount of time for things to just go terrible. <sighs> but like, can can we just touch on this? And we're supposed to touch on it later in the rundown. But you, you pose the question: Are teams actively colluding against Lamar Jackson? Like they're saying that they won't pursue him. It doesn't talk. It doesn't cost any to talk about a contract. And then you posted the quote that since Artie is self-loathing. I am the Dolphins. Yeah, a self a self hating Dolphins fan. Yes. So well, as well, a self hating Dolphins fan, Kevin has entered the chat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hello, uh, Jeff Darlington comes out and says the Dolphins will not be pursuing Lamar Jackson or any other starting quarterback this offseason. Uh, as one source said, Mike fully believes Tua is the perfect fit for his system. Tua might and- not have a brain by the end of the year. Like uh, you know. My man thinks the, he's Ronda fucking Rousey and he's doing uh, judo lessons. My, my man. I mean, that's great that he's doing judo. He learns how to defend himself, but you can't, you know, put someone in a headlock. You know, you can't put a defensive end in a headlock or, you know, do the, the fucking crane kick as he's coming at you. Like, you know, I'm sorry. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, doesn't fucking work. Yeah, it doesn't work. Like, doesn't, and the problem is, yeah. too, you can't tell me this year that. You know how each team has, you know, the independent, you know, neurological evaluator on staff. You can't tell me any stadium that the Dolphins are in isn't going to have 50 of those guys with binoculars on him. Yeah. Like to the NFL is going to have to protect themselves. Like they're going to probably take out an insurance policy just for him. I I posed the question to you guys in our little group chat a couple days ago, and I'll pose it to you again. If you're the fucking Dolphins. Why the fuck would you not like who says no at this point? Who legitimately says no and says, you know what? Let's package. Let's let's put shit together to see if we can get Lamar Jackson at this point. Like, even if I have to give up Jalen Waddle, like, fuck it. Like, I need a quarterback at this point, like a serious quarterback that can stay on the field. Like, granted, granted. Lamar Jackson has been injury prone, but I rather take the knee injuries rather than fucking concussions. Yeah, like my 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 favorite number is green. You know what I mean? Like I'd, <laughs> I'd rather fucking <laughs> like no. Yes. Listen, I listen. I'd rather you you could fix a knee, you could fix a shoulder. The head is one is another thing. Like, yeah, no. like you know, I so, so again, do I ask the question: Are teams actively colluding? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I answer yes. I mean, listen, I if you're asking, I don't know if it's active. Let's, let's look at But let's active. look at it. How many teams out there? Passive really, aggressively colluding? Yeah, like yes. they're all looking at each other yes. going, you don't want to fucking play this game, right? Like you don't want to play this right. game with any guys, right? I, I yeah. don't think anybody's actively made a phone call and been like, don't do it. Like don't don't okay. do it. <laughs> let's let's go. Let's but let's think about it legitimately. How many teams of the thirty-two? How many are in need of a quarterback? That would that Eight? that a yeah. Quarter? I mean, like oh, let's see. NFL I was okay. I'm going to count. Well. I'm going to go through them alphabetically. Um, 
not Arizona, not Baltimore. Well, Baltimore, I guess, would count as one, but um, Atlanta. I, I, I disagree with you there, bud. I think Arizona definitely needs a fucking. I think they. I think they'd be open to trading Kyler Murray if the yeah. right. I mean, if they could. I, I. All right. So all right. Fine. Arizona, Atlanta, not Buffalo, not Carol. Uh, Carolina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's three. Not Cincinnati. Probably not Chicago. Cleveland. Uh, Chicago. Uh, Chicago. Chicago, maybe, but yeah, Cleveland. Okay, four. could not Cleveland. Not Cleveland. They have okay, not they, Cleveland. Yeah, not, not, Cleveland. not, not Dallas. Cincinnati, not Cincinnati. Not Dallas. Denver because they can't. Um, Detroit probably not. Probably not. Houston, yeah. Houston yeah. probably. Uh, Colts. Green Green Bay at this point maybe. Colts so seven. Yeah, Eight. like Colts, Rams no, Jacksonville no, Minnesota no, Kansas City no. Saints, no. Raiders, Raiders. Nine. Raiders. Giants, no. Chargers, no. Eagles, no. Dolphins, that's 10. 10. Niners, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. 11. Patriots. What do you think? No. Well, it's not a Belichick move. Well, I, it, they it, could, it, but it's not a Belichick move. Yeah, but if you're telling me I can get Lamar Jackson rather than Mac Jones, I'm taking that every day. I, I, I agree with you, but it's not a Belichick move. It's Fair. not something he would do. Um, Seattle, 11. no. Jets, obviously. Yeah. Buccaneers. Well, Buccaneers, yeah. 13, 13. Steelers, no. They should, but they wouldn't. Um, Commanders. 14. <laughs> and the Titans. So half the fucking half the league. league. That's what I'm saying. Like, look at the league. Come on. We just counted it off, folks. That's, that, that's half the fucking league that needs a quarterback. So half the league has sit, sit back and said, you know what? Not nah, so we good. In fucking Baltimore. Yeah. That so let's yeah. let's really think let's really John, think about John, it. John has a point, and John and that goes back to the Rogers point too that 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 John made. You know that, and no one was, fucking wants that guy. No one, no, no one, no one wants him even more. Well, I got news for you. Jump into our next topic. Nobody's gonna want this fucking dude. Derrick Henry is supposedly on the trading block, and nobody's gonna fucking make a play. Nah, for him. he's done. His mileage, too many, too many miles. A lot of miles. That's, that's like that. It's like the F two fifty you see that has. That's like a two thousand twenty F two fifty with like one hundred and forty seven thousand miles exactly, on. It's like Jesus that's Christ! Exactly what I was gonna say. Where did you up. go? It still got the NOS right. tank. It can go yeah, fast. But or, or, or well, or it's the you know the what do you call it the Duramax? You know the the six point seven Duramax <laughs> diesel diesel. Right, like, but the axle the axles are about to like. Deteriorate and break. Well, what they didn't tell you that it was towing literally like, you know, 40 foot yachts every day for (laughs) six years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's not even that. It's just like it literally went on cross country trips and just never stopped. Right. While it towed 50,000 pounds. And also they used it to shovel snow in the winter. So, you know. (laughs) So, so what's, so, so what's Tennessee doing? They're like, "Mm, we give up. Cutting everyone. They're just like, like, "Mm." Fuck this. We're done. Like, but like, give up. but like last year coming out of the draft, we were all like, oh, I guess they're believing in the Mac Willis like era or experience. And then like he didn't nope. even fucking play. So Josh Dobbs, like, like, what are we doing in Tennessee at this point? Like, you're right. I'll tell you one team that could really use him is the Buffalo Bills. You're not wrong. You're not You're wrong. not wrong, but I'd, oh, uh, 
Because that's a team that's really missing a running game and probably, you know, with the exception of that's about it. But, you know, there's always holes to fill. But, you know, what's I sad. mean, like, he, I, I would, he would do good on, like, the Browns because he could be like he wouldn't have to carry. He wouldn't have to carry the ball 32 times a game like he could do 18 carries, you know, and really they could really manage his load. You, you, know, you know where he could end up, honestly? The Dolphins. It, no. No, I, the, I wouldn't even want him. The the Schmetz. He, <laughs> he could end up at a he could end up with the fucking Falcons. Like dear like if you think about it logistically, like, okay, young rookie quarterback. I need somebody that I'm gonna fucking feed the ball to twenty five times a game to take the heat off of him. He's relatively local area dude. He's a southeastern kid. Like I could see him making the jump. I could only reason the only reason why I said the Dolphins, I wasn't trying to be funny, I'm serious, <laughs> is because you take the pressure off Tua, you have a good receiving core in Hill and Waddle, and every every ball carrier on your roster is a free agent. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. You're, you're everyone's a free agent. So you trade for him. That's a pretty good offense, provided Tua isn't dead, but you know, okay. But I've said, okay. all right. I've, I've, I've now said this 800 times. All right. My offense isn't the problem. I know. It's the defense. I, need, I know. I need somebody to fucking okay. stop the 40 points they get hung on us. Like, right. You can't win games. Nutsack. Every right. Time. You can't, yeah. You, you can't win games 45 40 every, no, every like, time. You can't? Uh, you can't. We, we tried. You could, tr- you could try. I mean, we, we tried with the Buffalo Bills, and fucking Skylar Thompson decided, hey, I'm going to fucking become Dan Fouts. You know what I mean? And it looked good for fucking like three quarters, and then we came back down to earth. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I, I would. Is it fun? Sure. Like, it's a fun thought, but I don't know. Hey, fun fact: um, tex- Texans are uh, forfeiting a uh, fifth-round pick and being fined one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars for um, the NFL announced there being uh, they were a salary cap reporting violation. Oh Jesus! So, and you know who it's in regards to? The one and only uh, to Sean Watson. Watson that's exactly um, he got that. undisclosed compensation in 2020. That he then used that all of those. I was just about to say the comments on the article on the Athletic was like, was like, in other words, they paid for his masseuses. Seemingly, oh, they they paid for his lawsuits. That that un that fucking undisclosed money was Stop. the fucking hush money. That's like the fucking. It's it's like can, you Jesus. can't even make it up. You can't I even make go, it up. I want to go home. <laughs> I know. I, I can't. I know. It's like it's, oh, it's like it, it's it's dumb and dumber. Like I like how to a man the first thing like we said was like oh so they paid off the like it, it it wasn't even like fucking subtle about it either like that that's a sad part about it like it oh man cool yeah gotta love Bud McNair. God, oh God, 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 love. Staying in um, Texas, fucking. Th- th- this is this is just real quick shit. Like, 
nothing news. This is these are things. These the next three lines are like okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like Cowboys yeah, take Tony Tony Pollard like Jinx. ten million. No, but honestly, no shit. Of course you're gonna tag. Yeah, of course. Yeah, duh. The Raiders tag Josh Jacobs. No shit. He was the leading. He won the rushing title. Of course you're gonna tag him. And Evan yeah, Ingram, he deserves the only guy on the team they could have tagged. They kind of, it's it, that was one of those where it's like, yeah, we got nobody else to tag they, worthwhile. Right. Of, of course they're gonna tag him. And then yeah, Evan he Ingram gonna, he's gonna want a four year deal. Now, so and you know. now we come to the debate between you guys, fucking. Adam this Thielen isn't, I would like, I, okay. I would love him on the Giants, but he's, he's not, not the number, number one. He's not the number, number one. Or he's number not two. the number one. I, I listen, fine, bring him in. Great. But he's you, you gotta go get a fucking big time dude. Yeah, go get the DeAndre Hopkins is a really good call. I, go I absolutely D-hop. agree with you that like D Hop is the answer. Hundred percent. Uh, have to. If not, if not D Hop, then then fucking because uh, because we're we're gonna get into this into the next line. The Giants signed Daniel Jones. Blah blah blah. We'll break it all down. But you signed him to now bring talent in around him. Right. You can't just sign him and be like, all right, let's go with what we got. That didn't work. Right. Right. That when, didn't when work cap, last year. When the cap hit is only nineteen million dollars this year for Daniel Jones or upcoming. You, you better right. fucking bring somebody. You in. have to get something. You have to get you a, have to. a bona fide number one, whether that's D Hop, you trade for uh, T Higgins, who's entering the final year of his deal right. on the Bengals, and then you sign him to a long term deal to push his cap number down, or like you, you know maybe you find someone in the draft. But I, I you know, I don't know. Where don't are you going to find anybody in the draft? To be honest with you, like especially yes, where John- they're drafting. Yeah, Johnson's a good pick. Like. You know, freaking George Jalen Hyatt. They're projected to draft Jalen Hyatt at 26 from out of Tennessee. You know, he's six foot. You know, he caught 15 touchdowns, almost 1,300 yards. That's, oh, no, don't listen, get me wrong. He, that's a good, great. that's a good season, but like, you know, I don't know. He's going to be, if he was that good, he'd be like where Justin Jefferson was drafted at the top of the draft. Like, right, right. You know, I, I, it, it's one year in the SEC. Um, I think Hendon Hooker made him look better than he actually is, but that's me. Um, well, right. it's, 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 well, it's the eter- <laughs> well, it's well, honestly, it's the eternal debate: is it the quarterback or the wide receiver? Like, like look at like look at all the talent that was at Alabama at the same time: Jalen Hurts, Henry Ruggs, uh, Devonta Smith. Like you know, all those guys like at the same time, and even Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, like all those guys at the same time, like it's the eternal debate. Who's the better player? Now, again, you can make the debate. They're all great because even Henry Ruggs made a terrible life decision. You couldn't deny his talent. Right. So, you know. No, you're right. And it's. You're you're, you're a thousand percent right. Ultimately, I think that, yeah, you're right. You have to get the Nard. DeAndre Hopkins was Bernard. Uh DeAndre Hopkins or a T Higgins. I, you, you have or even Ayuk from San Francisco. I, right. You get you have to sign someone you have to sign a big name. You can't just Pitt, you can't Pitt, just be like Michael Pitt, Michael Pittman on uh, the Colts. No. No? Okay. Like, Jerry Judy. That, you think Denver would trade Jerry Judy? I don't know. I, I feel I like Joe Judy should have been. I, yeah, I don't. I feel like he should have been better the last couple of years, and he just hasn't. Here's a name. Oh. Do, you tra- do you trade for Calvin Ridley? 
No, 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 no. Because I think that they they want him down in Duval County, and this is going to be this is comes from a self self hating Giants fan. Sometimes the Giants are too proud to bring in guys who are past problems. Fair. Oh yeah, like, they're they're a little snobbish when it comes. They're to a little that stuff. holier than thou at times. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, that's a John Mara thing. Yeah, that's yeah. So I'm not saying that they shouldn't at least make the call, but they're probably they probably won't because the the Jag, I feel like the Jags traded for him for a reason. They they kind of like the Nets signing Kevin Durant, even though they knew he wasn't going to play. We, we we know you're suspended. We know you're going to be back. We're we're essentially letting this go. Because it didn't cost him anything. They right. traded for a player who was suspended. So he literally sat on the, you know, on the I guess the roster for free. So, you know, and I don't think he, he made was on, a he lot was on of money the uh, he was on the list, the commissioner's right. list. So Right. So yeah, so he's so he's sus- suspended or without pay. Right. So it doesn't really matter. So, let's get into it. You alluded to it. Uh Four years, 160 million with 35 million incentives. Uh, Danny Dimes is Danny Dollars, and uh, yeah, how do you feel about it, John? Um, I think it was a deal that had to be done because one, the team was like, we're not letting him get the free agency. He said he wanted to be here. He changed. Um, representation, right? And then all of a sudden, the the talks of the money started coming out, or whatever. And apparently, uh, you know, going Monday night into Tuesday, you know, things got hot overnight. And you know, but they still negotiated. But I think at one point, reports where the Giants were like, "Well, this is it." Like, it came you know, down to the nitty gritty. It, it like oh, they, it came they, down they, to the wire. They sent that paperwork in at three fifty four. Like. So that always scares me. It, well, that's how it was it. Von Miller ended up being a free agent or something. Yeah, because they they the fat they fucking screwed every, up the facts every time this fucking happens. I'm always reminded, and not to jump sports, but I'm always reminded of Manchester United and Real Madrid because Real Madrid had signed David de Gea and had him going from fucking Manchester United to Real Madrid, and. At 12 o'clock is when tra- uh, transfer deadline fucking ceases for the end of, for the month. And they had him transferred July 31st was deadline. They sent the paperwork at 11.58, and then the fax machine didn't fucking work. And the paper got received at 12.05. Right, it doesn't because count. because it was five minutes late, the fucking transfer that would have been a $100 million transfer and gotten to stop Coley in the world at the time, didn't go through. Right. And that would have changed the landscape a bit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they got Courtois later on, but like, yes, it, 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 it's not David De Gea. No, it was, it was a pain in the balls for a good three or four years, but back back to the point. No, but it, it, it came down to the wire because you have to send in the franchise tag. It's not so much the contract. It's, it's the other, it's the franchise tag because if that, then Barkley's a free agent. Right. Right. Or Jones is a free agent. So if you had neither done, they're both hitting free agency. So you had to get it done. Now, again, like I said before, you signed him now. Now you have to bring in talent around him. So a lot of what goes on now is going to depend on how we look at 
this new Giants regime, which we all give credit to in their first year. Now you're going to have to see them work. Right. Because they signed the, they have their guy now. They have their quarterback. They technically have their running back because he's technically under contract for right. the one year, whether they work out a deal or not. We'll we'll talk about it. But they have their running back, they have their quarterback, they have whatever wide receivers they had, maybe minus Sterling Shepard. So now you got to bring in somebody. And yeah. go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, so the argument though is all right. So he asked for 45. We lapped him out of the fucking room. And we said, there's no way in hell he gets 45. Then he got 40. <laughs> is he worth 40? Like, we I, debated it all week back and forth. I, I know don't you said know. Over, I know you said overpay for great. Don't overpay for good. He had a great year. But. It's still and, feels like a reach, so here's, so here's the. So here's I wouldn't the say thing. he had a great year. I think no, that's a little. A, I think he, he had, had a had very a good, good year. He had a very good year. Limited turnovers, but here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. The problem is, and I said it. Don't get hung up on the numbers so much, because Fair. that's what everyone goes for now. Look at how devalued. The running back. Look, look at so look at the look at the running back. Josh Jacobs is going to make ten million dollars this year unless he gets a contract. He was the league's leading rusher, and they don't give a shit. Yeah, that, that's so. Look how irrelevant that is now. The tight end, Evan Ingram on the tight end. The the average top five salaries for the, which is how the the tag is considered for a tight end is only eleven million. And that's with Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews and Darren Waller, like some big that's names. It. And they're only, they're only yeah. making an average of $11 million. Meanwhile, the tag for the quarterback is 32. Right. Right. So I guess the idea is that if the tag is 32, that's the bar. Like, that's, well, so, so you're not going to sign him for less than that, because why would you take a deal less than what the average is? And he had so, an above average year. Yeah, no, you're right. Right. They were going to give here's him the, at least $32 see, million. Here, Here's the thing, and I, I've said this a million times. The Giants being somewhat decent this year and winning a playoff game fucked up their plans. Yeah, It really yeah. did. Yeah, It really it, did because they were counting on Barkley either getting hurt or being shit, Jones being shit. So then, all right, well, we didn't pick up his option, so he's gone. We Barkley is on his fifth-year option, the fifth-year option. So he's a free agent. You, you let, let those guys go. You cut. You cut unnecessary guys. You suck. You have a top ten pick. You start over. Right. It would have pushed but, everything down the road. You're, you're but this, right. this this changes things. So Jones had a decent year. Barkley had he almost won comeback player of the year. So you, how can you not bring these guys back? Yeah. You, you're, Someone you're, would have given Barkley a, a three year deal. Someone would have given Jones a three or four year deal. Those those stats he put up there though are damning. Like, it is, and that. But see, the problem is too. He's also been hurt. That's true. And that is, again, this is fair. this is why I think there's that thirty-five million dollar in incentive thing, because it's probably has to do with games played or, you know, stat. You know, it has threshold. to be driven. It has to be benchmarks. So because like you can't, <laughs> it can't be like oh we played in six fifteen games and threw eighteen touchdown passes. Like that's not enough, dude. So, so again, yeah. so he, so here it is. He's the only quarterback in the modern era to play ten plus games for three three years in a row and throw fewer touchdowns than every than games played every year. So twenty twenty played fourteen through eleven. 
21, played 11 through 10. Last year, played 16 through 15. Now, again, he had 15 touchdowns, I don't know, five interceptions, something like that. Very efficient year. But again, look at how deficient the passing game was. Look at how sure. deficient that was. You need to you need to bring in a player. But again, you signed a guy for big money who didn't put up big numbers. So again, I, so I know. I, that's that's my hesitation is that in the past I wrote in the past tense because at the time when I put this up, he didn't sign yet. It was like 12 o'clock on that day. But if so, he reached a deal. He's the only quarterback to sign for 20 plus a year, 20 plus million a year after playing 15 plus games and throwing less than 20 touchdowns. Right. Crazy. And furthermore, there hasn't you, you put it in there and it fucking shocked me when you wrote it. There hasn't been another quarterback to sign for even 10 million a year after playing 12 plus games and throwing only 15 touchdowns. That's horrifying. Well, right. I mean, listen, you could take that in context, that number, but still, like, the problem ultimately is that when you're looking at him and evaluating him as a talent, it, does he run, like, and this is a cliche to a certain extent, but, like, he doesn't make the players around him better. Like, like at one point, you could argue Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, you know, players like that, even, you know, you could argue, you know, Brock Purdy for for a half a season, turned around this year and you know made players around him that were average to very good look excellent and amazing for for a hot minute never did that you know daniel jones didn't wasn't able to do that with sterling shepherd you know like so i'll disagree to a certain extent because he made hodgins better really good that's fair i also think that's fair you know what that's fair i think you're also the other thing too is take into account his rushing ability which will diminish over time because it it has to. Right. But he did run for over 700 yards and I think four or five touchdowns. That has but to how does, What does that take away from the passing game? I think it's more I think it more has to do with how their offense wants to be set up. Because right. I because they're honestly there no, some you have to look at those numbers and say, listen, he throws for three thousand yards but he runs for 700 like that's another thousand yards of passing basically that he doesn't have that he probably would have right right exactly for that. right right again right he you know he has yeah he rushes for 100 yards a game that's 100 yards he's not throwing for no matter what the stats that's are probably you know more than that and it's probably more than that Oh yeah. no! I, I'm it's I'm not a, it's a not a, I'm just saying, like it's probably not a one to one ratio. I'm, I'm but just yeah, talking no. about on a per game, on a per yeah. game. No, no, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a thousand yards, you know, over a season. You know, you know. So I listen. It's essentially a two year deal. All the money is guaranteed up front within the first two years, and if he's on the team in in the third year, they're going to restructure it anyway because the cap hits like forty something million. Um. Uh, the cap hit is exactly is thirty nine and a half million, if they don't restructure it. But again, they're going to restructure it. Like that's um, it is what it is. Like I, you know what I mean. I can't I can't worry about two years from now. We got to get through this year. Oh, My okay. thing is, you have to bring in when free agency starts. You have to either make trades, draft night. You have to make trades, or you got to sign some people. They have they still have cap space, which is why signing getting Barkley tagged was a big deal for ten million. Which is why getting this done and his cap number is only 19 million this year. I mean, it balloons next year, but still, you could work with that. Next, in the NFL is all about next year 
We'll figure it out next year. Oh yeah, no, it's about kicking the can down the road financially. So it is. It's 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 literally just remortgage, refinancing your mortgage every. It's year. like it's like when the con- Congress raises the debt ceiling. Like nope, <laughs> just gonna keep we're just gonna keep really, pushing it up. It doesn't matter. Don't I? Don't I? Don't you just wish you could just make a phone call and be like, listen, I know I borrowed a hundred thousand to buy to buy my house. I'm gonna say that I can borrow two hundred thousand and not go through like a credit like inquiry. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. don't you just wish you could just Great. be like, I, I, I want to have the ability to borrow $10 million. Yeah, but yeah. you don't make that much. You, but you don't have the, the, what is it, the debt to income ratio. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm good it for it. Don't that's worry essentially, about it. That's essentially what the government, you're right. That's essentially what they do when they vote on to raise the debt ceiling. Like, yeah, we're good for it. Don't worry about it. We're it's the all, US, it's all we're just, the U.S. government. Yeah, don't worry. We're good for it. So, uh, uh, yes. moving into baseball uh that's it have... for football i think that's all the news right i think that's all the news we didn't miss right anything now. uh actually well, i just sent i just sent you guys something on instagram breaking um, news somewhat breaking news um adam schefter just reported earlier today 49ers oh were awarded seven compensatory draft picks today three oh third round picks um and round and it picks in five six and two and seven and I think it all Why? has to do with um, because they lost minority coaches and staff. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> yes, that yeah, that does happen. Yes, I didn't know that that was a thing. Um, or I, I actually do, I knew I, it. I forgot that it was a thing. Yeah, and that is, I mean, that's cool, but wild. Considering they literally own the middle, <laughs> the third round, 99, yeah. 101, and 102, like you literally have three picks in a row, basically. That's <laughs> pretty funny. I feel like there has to be, there should be some sort of rule that says, like, you can't have more than three picks in the same round or something. Like, I feel like they should make that a rule. And then, yeah. like, you have to trade them or something. Well, They'll be trading. Like, uh... 49ers will be trading. They're, see, they're going to be good for a while, you know, because of that. Yeah. Anyway. Huh. Interesting. So, to the to the baseball to the one with the stitches. Uh, so, uh, don't look now. Mike Trout, uh, is playing the Angels for the first time in his career. Oh. <laughs> Comes up to bat against you know an Angels pitcher, and what does the Angel pitcher do? Hits him. One guess. Hits hits him right in the ass. Fucking hits him. Seriously. Yep. He got beaned by Tyler Anderson. Why? Like, was Why? it intentional or was this like a thing? I I don't think it was intentional, but he fucking came in. Why? Like, even then, like, why would you come inside? Why are you on... even throwing in on him? Why are you throwing a yeah. fastball at him? Like, that's your teammate, bro. <sighs> uh, I'll, I'll fucking post it in our little chat here, but he fucking <sighs> came inside on and there's no reason Love to fucking do it. Like, Mike Trout, of all people. Your franchise. Seriously, you're, you're brushing back. Them. You're brushing back Fuck. your top. Your top two player. What are we doing? Like, what? What are we doing? I, I don't understand why the I fuck. fucking hate baseball. And like, <laughs> I really do. <laughs> clearly, like, and it's not like it was a little bit. Like, it was enough. What was he, fucking Mike what was he breaking the? Was he breaking the unwritten rules? Like, a oh, fuck yourself. Like, I know. Yeah. I, I, I don't fucking get sorry. It. Like, I, I sorry. <laughs> I just... No, no. I, I I saw it and I was like, you gotta be fucking shitting me. Like, so, like, release that motherfucker tomorrow. Like, for real. Yeah, like for when real. he gets back in the dugout after the first inning. Like, hey kid, 
can we can we talk real quick? Uh, what, what are you doing? Like, yeah, like the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like what what's going on? This man's like this man's legitimately my franchise right now. Like I am indebted to this motherfucker that's up at bat for so many years and so many millions of dollars, and you're plunking him. Yeah, like what the fuck? Like what the hell are we doing? Fun fact. I, I don't. I don't fucking get it. I Kevin, really don't. Columbia beat Chicago White Sox today. Venezuela beat at, the Mets. Venezuela at, beat the Mets. And Eduardo Escobar brought out the fucking lineup card. That's so. that, oh, what. Go. That is amazing. <laughs> like, what a that, day! That was, yeah, it was. It, it was. Uh, it I was saw. I saw my ESPN alert. The Venezuela beat the Mets. New York oh, Mets. Whatever. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah, like, look. <laughs> You you can laugh. No, no, the, I was you can laugh weird. about this whole World weird. Baseball Classic, and we can say that like the states doesn't give a shit about it, and that's fine. But forty two percent of Japanese people watched Japan versus China last night. 42% oh no, that's no, this is a big deal. This fucking is, nation. This is a big deal. Damn game, right? Like it, and we'll get this into the, it. In a this little is the bit, World but, Cup for baseball fans. Yeah, no, world. it like look. Uh, John wrote it. Pitch clock is wreaking fucking havoc. It it's a it's a mess. <laughs> like every day. Thing, and, and and I only brought I only made this analogy like Goldilocks and the Three Bears here because Max Scherzer tried to quick pitch and apparently you can't do that. Nope. So like so so it's you know too fast no good too slow no good you got it's just right just right you know what I mean like the porridge has to be just right like are you fucking you kidding me? Now, I now someone brought up this. They're like, "Well, the rule has always been in place that you can't just fucking set and Watch throw it. if the batter's not looking." Like, I okay, Fine. but I mean, but I mean, we're but talking. You, you, you should, but that should have been when the rule changed. That should have been explicitly discussed. Like, like okay, like, okay, how okay. are we enforcing the quick pitch rule? Because this right. is going to be a fucking problem. If you so didn't know it was so going to be a problem, you're an idiot. So I have to start my delivery within whatever it is, the 10 seconds. He's got to look with, he's got to be what they consider ready within a certain amount of time. So you got to thread the needle here. Like, what are we doing? Right. Like you can't have this be a game of fucking chicken. Like, uh, like that's, that's just, that's (laughs) going to, that's stupid. Like it's dumb. It's dumb. Uh, We, 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 we've effectively like, and I don't want to be that guy and be like, we're ruining baseball, but we've we've made it more difficult to fucking like play. I'm not do, saying the game things weren't too long, like because sometimes they were, and it could be a drag because like you know guys stepping out after every pitch or whatever, and you know, but sometimes like there was an art to slowing down the game. Oh, absolutely! Like you and wait there, that there extra three seconds before delivering. You you step out if you're waiting too long. Like I, I get all that. But sometimes I feel like we fixed the problem that no one was that like the media was saying like was if a problem. It ain't broke, don't fucking fix it. But right, and they fi- you know, and they you know, that's like me going out to my car. Like you know what, my timing belt sounds pretty good. I'm gonna cut yeah. it. Like you know, <laughs> I mean? you know, I'm gonna go change that. It's like working. why? Yeah, it's working all right. Let me uh, go fuck that up. My my windshield yeah. wash is full. I'm gonna go puncture a hole in the tank. Like. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I need some excitement in my life. Like, what are we doing? 
I mean, I, I think there was there was room for improvement in terms of, you know, making the game more palatable to watch on TV. That didn't necessarily that which that what we're learning is that doesn't just equate to speeding the game up. That equates uh, to uh, uh, not wait. being shitty about certain things like yeah, but- unwritten rule bullshit and you know, plunking guys and, you know, all we that also jazz. talked about this, though, like I feel like two or three weeks ago, a lot of times when you put on a game on TV, it's background noise. Right. Like, do you honestly sit there and watch every pitch? No. Hell no. Nope. nope. Like, unless no, it's the play. Like, a playoff's not I haven't not watched a fucking – I haven't watched an entire baseball game in the playoffs that wasn't, like, a World Series game involving the Mets or the Yankees. In a long fucking time, right? Like I remember going out with the the night was it game two or three of the World Series. I went out to dinner with my wife, like, and I was like, "Oh, the game's on!" Like, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't right. a mm-hmm. thing. Now, maybe if the Mets were in it, sure, of course, like I'd be more locked in. But again, even the only game I maybe watch top to bottom is opening day because it's opening day. But other than that, like, I'll I'll miss the next ten, and then maybe right. catch two, two innings. You know, after that, be you know, be aware um, of the score, like, and be aware of how they're doing. But, again, and we talked about it too. You get the alert, like, oh, the game's over. Okay, <clears throat> I can't tell you how many times I look at my phone. Oh, the Mets are playing tonight. And it's like, and it's like four o'clock, and it's like, oh, the game's over. They played at one. Oh, okay, guess that's that then. Like, I guess right. I'll catch the, the the game in sixty, which <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> but like, that's it's awesome. the best thing there is. Like, they the sped up. They 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 fixed they fixed the problem that wasn't necessarily a massive problem. Honestly, have like, have you been watching any of the World Baseball Classic games though? No, honestly, I haven't. With this new, with my new schedule, I'm kind of all over the place. But you know, I know that I know it started. They're playing with antiquated rules, quote unquote. Right. And it's been fucking awesome. Like, nope, none of the none of the fucking pitch clock, none of the shit. And like, oh, I didn't even think about that. It's been right. You guys are coming back. They're gonna they're gonna play this way, and then they're gonna come back to the game. Now, not that they can't adjust, but like, you know, right. But like, they're playing old school baseball, and it's been it's been fun. Like, for what it is, like be honest like yes like you wrote it team usa is fucking stacked like they're they're up last i checked they're up like five nothing right now on the angels um they're 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 fucking they're great (laughs) like for what it is oh yeah oh yeah trey turner Betts, trout arenado hit a grand slam today uh tucker goldschmidt alonzo romuto uh mcneil it's a really good team stacked like and like you said like if this was a team like an mlb team like depending on the pitching that they had, they're winning ninety five to hundred games by themselves. Like it, it, it is what it is. Like, um, but we'll we'll see. They they start uh they start play. I think it's Saturday. I think they start play. And they start mm-hmm. play with against uh Canada. I believe is the first game they got. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that is. They should win that game, but it is what it is. And then um I think the shit started on Tuesday. Uh. Cuba played the Netherlands late Tuesday night, uh, lost on a game-breaking hit by fucking Didi Gregorius, of all people. Always. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So Didi Gregorius brought home the 4-2 victory for the Dutch. But I don't know if you guys caught it. The story of the game is some schmuck trucker 
who lives in Houston who made the trip out to Tai Chung to see Cuba play. The man was blowing a fucking Vuvuzela horn the whole damn yes. game. Yes. I love it. Yes. Every, every pitch got a fucking foghorn. Every mm. single one. Amazing. And he made the game unwatchable. I wanted Amazing. to stab this puto by the third inning. Mm. And Cuba lost because Jesus believes in karma. I promise you. Like, it, it was the most horrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, every pitch was a fucking Vuvuzela to the dome. Hmm. Nice. It, it was it was bad. And then what? You had Chinese Taipei played Panama. Uh, yep. Panama ended up crushing the Taiwanese just like the Chinese crushed their spirit. Uh, they won 12-5. Could have been worse than that. Um, got solid performances from Panama. Uh, 35-year-old Santa Maria, who's a career minor leaguer. And then this, put this in there for John. You had Mets farmhands, Jonathan Rouse and Humberto Mejia also played a part oh, in that game. Okay. Ruben Tejada was at short. Ruben Tejada? Yeah, Luis still, Castillo. alive? Jesus Christ. Luis Castillo, not the one you're thinking of, but Luis Castillo uh, went into the stands to make a catch. So that was great. Um, and then already touched on it, the the Italians, the flying uh, Italians, the flying opened up play against Cuba this morning, and and what I'm sure is going to make both of you happy, they beat Cuba six three. So, hey, you guys got something going. Uh, Matt Harvey, who I did not know was Italian, uh, pitched four scoreless innings for Italy. Man, is he even and in the league? Uh, is he even in the league? Nope. Uh, I think he's got a minor league contract, but I don't know. Let's see. Uh. Let's see, Matt Harvey pitch. The Italians and the Italians are putting that malocchio on the on the rest of the baseball world. Those, they got the fucking fucking goat horns, man. Those kids, That's those exactly what the, the them and their goat horn chains are fucking out there, just just killing everybody. Love Pointing it. with the fucking horns, just just. Where is out Matt there. Harvey right now? Um, Cuba <sighs> plays again tonight in like twenty minutes. Uh, against Panama, which should be fun in Group A, but mm-hmm. Cuba's currently 0 and 2, so uh, I did not have that on my bingo card. Roger. Um, <laughs> last time uh, Orioles, he was in the Orioles two years ago. Organization, really? Yeah, the Orioles 21. organization two years ago in 21. I don't think 20 he didn't play. Start. He didn't play anywhere in last year. Jesus, he made 28 starts for that team. Whew. And like, you don't remember a single one. No, it went, it went six and fourteen. Oh, that's what. Jesus, Jesus, Christmas. Uh, the real show so far of the WBC is uh, or was Japan against China this morning. Uh, Shohei came out and just fucking dominated. Raked, raked. He went dominated. He went four innings, one hit, no walks, struck out five on fifty nine pitches. <laughs> oh, and by the way, he crushed a two-run double in the fourth and got on base all four times. He went up to bat. <laughs> there you go. The man's a unicorn. He's going like, to be the $60 million dollar man next year. He's Should the be. best Deserves player it. I've ever seen, hands down. Uh-huh. Like, uh, what? They they play Japan uh, tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Uh, again, uh, rather, Japan plays Korea at 5 a.m. Mm. So that should be... I think there's some bad blood there. Uh, that should be pretty damn spicy. No. That should be a great game. 
Uh, I'll be up at I'll be up to watch that one just as I was up at four o'clock in the morning. I made that I made that joke. When, I made that joke when England played France in the World Cup. Oh, you think there's some bad blood there? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's like, some history there, guys. There might be some uh, tiny history, some history there. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, they might they might you know talk about it and uh, get together over some military treaties and pacts, but yeah, we might get around it. Um, we don't, don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And then this, I put this, this next thing there. you put you put this on here, and I'm like, I have to dig into this because yeah. I didn't hear a damn thing about this. Like, where did this come from? Uh, this came from the Philadelphia Inquirer. So for for those who don't have the access to our little rundown, uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer released an article regarding the six deaths due to brain cancer or cancer of the brainstem of the four players on the roster during the 1980s and 90s. Uh, so including that is Tug McGraw. Uh, researchers at the University of Notre Dame found the coincidence a bit strange and decided to test pieces of the veteran stadium AstroTurf only to find the antiquated turf tested high for carcinogenic materials called PFAs that are known as forever chemicals. Those forever chemicals have no half-life and never break down. So their exposure to it was a forever carcinogen that they're rubbing on their skin for oh, the 10 to so, 15 years that they're playing on. So for those that don't know, Tug McGraw, Darren Dalton, John Vukovic, John Oates, Ken Brett, and David West all died yes. before they were 60 from gli- yep. glio or glioblastoma, which glioblastoma. is very... Glioblastoma, which is an aggressive form of brain cancer. I remember reading you're, about you're, this a you while are pretty ago. Much, you're pretty much guaranteed there is a 5% survival rate for glioblastoma. Yeah, no, once you're, you're dead. Di- once you're bl- diagnosed with glioblastoma, you have six months to get your shit in order. Huh. Yeah, so PFAs are bad. They, they cause cancer in a lot of people for a lot of things. Testicular cancer, and... liver cancer, kidney cancer. It's awesome. It's a fucking terrible... Yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible thing. Where do they get turf from the vet? Seemingly, you can buy turf from the vet. Like yeah, the Phillies. The, uh, I guess that makes sense. Like I could still buy Shea Stadium seats if I really right. want. Still, to. Buy, no. still buy Yankee so, Stadium seats. Like you know. Yeah, yeah I could buy so dirt. Phillies, yeah, you could buy dirt right. from. Yeah, I get it. All right, fair so enough. The, so so That's the, Phillies, the Phillies themselves are still selling some of the old turf. That's the uh, yeah. That makes like, sense. That makes so sense. So they got a hold of it tested it and shit went up the creek so now yeah. uh, I'll, I'll open the floor up to Artie so he gives us another <laughs> fucking uh, legal consult here alright then you gotta Before go then you gotta get then you gotta get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah exactly. alright everybody you it's, got 15 minutes go it's been a great it's been yeah. a great evening to share this with all of you um, <laughs> what's the legal ramification of this like, um, is there a legit lawsuit there? Only if they knew or they yeah, had they, reason to believe they know, that. Did they knowingly people, do this? Yeah. Or they were like grossly, grossly negligent in doing this. Like, you know, people were telling them and they should have, you know, read the news and, you know, head in the head in the sand, but, but like terribly. So <laughs> the, the general answer is it's not like, you know, unfortunately it's not like the, uh, the Camp Lejeune case that's going on, the class action oh, sure. that's going on right. right now. It's not like it's not like yeah, that, you know. Yeah, it's not like you knew that the water was. You would, you would, you know. Some people would say like, "Oh, it should be that." No, that's not how this works. 
No, it's not. They knew. The government knew about Camp Lejeune. Okay. Like the water. So, no. Um, Yeah, no. Okay. Taking that aside for our our listeners, in the court of public opinion, though, are the Phillies up a creek because now they've exposed six players to these carcinogens and they all die before the age of 60. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, it's just going to look, re- it's going to be like the NFL it's CTE. Look. It's, it's going to yeah, be the same shit. It's going to be like, you know, wow, you sucks to be you. And they're going to, they're going to be a lot of, you know, former players that play, you know, because you think count the number of people that played on that field, not just Phillies players, but like, you know, National League players that played uh, on that field NL, often NL, enough. NL East players who yeah. played them. When did the vet? When did the vet close? What year was it? In the nineties? I want to say uh, it was in uh, Hold on, I'll write one second. Two thousand three. Yeah, September twenty eighth, two thousand three. Wow. Right. So they, they opened, opened up. So they, they opened up, up the field. They that park is Citizens Bank Park. Is that new? Uh, yeah. So that, what? That's now that's almost twenty years old itself, but um, yeah, two thousand three. That stadium was opened when? Uh, nineteen seventy-one. I was gonna say early seventies. So 70s. from seventy-one until two thousand three. And the Eagles yes. played there a long time too. Oh. Don't forget that Eagles That's... played there. So there's a lot of fucking people that played a lot of fucking games on that stadium, on that turf. Yeah, yeah, the Eagles played there too. And yeah, it's not, true. And if you read the article you posted, Kev, that's not the only, that's not the only stadium that used that exact type of turf. The turf, right? There, there, there's more out there, right? Which is so, it's just that's a lot. That six players all died from the same fucking brain cancer. Like, that's fucking, that's nutty. Mm-hmm. Talking, about yeah. There's, ro- there's not going to be any. There's going to be like, you know some sort of fund that they'll put together for, you know, healthcare for costs and shit. And all yeah. Shit, yeah. For the family, some sort of charitable thing, you know, I'm sure. Um, yeah. Talking Any. about bad looks and weird coincidences. <sighs> uh, let's talk about the Yankees. <laughs> some somebody well, on so so Gabe, if he was a big Yankee fan on Twitter, playoff tonight. At playoff Tanaka underscore is his, uh, he's he's a good follow. He's funny. Literally every single player the Yankees have acquired in the last six months has gotten injured. Absolutely unreal. <laughs> Bader, oh. Rondon, Kane, not Kane, well, Kane, but Trevino. So Montes. The, the big signing this year for the Yankees was Carlos Rondon for what? Six for six for two hundred something. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I, I think yeah. it was like 202, 203, something like that. Something right? like that. Okay. So their big starting pitcher has a forearm strain. It's going to be mm. shut down for seven to 10 days. Love that. It's going to start the season on the injured list. And basically, the curse of Cashman bringing in starting pitching that usually get hurt or are bad just keeps rolling on. Now, they did say it. Now, Rodone did have injury history, so it's not exactly like this wasn't a known thing. But, I mean, we didn't even get out of spring training, and the guy's not going to make his first start of the year until – his first start's going to be delayed. How about that? Forearm so, strain 
could mm. could be bad. Mm. It, it could be it, bad. Uh, it could it could be yeah. nothing. It could be bad. Like I, you know, it's like when Jacob Degrom said he had you know side tightness because it was cold. Turns out it was nothing. But again, you don't know what what how bad it is or how much pain he's in. They didn't say. Oh, it it, it makes your balls come up to your chest a little bit if you're a Yankee fan, though. Of course, because he he <laughs> was supposed because this wasn't like all right. Well, if we get anything out of him, it's a bonus. No, he was supposed to be the fucking number two or three starter. Yeah, he was supposed to give you fifteen wins. Anyway, Which Cortez is already yeah. Cortez already backed out of the, the WBC because of injury concerns. So now you're worried about him, right. and now you're worried about Radon when he's going to come back. Suddenly, Luis Severino has got a lot. Is, is, of a, is on a big his factor. Is a big factor all of yeah. a sudden. I can't. I can't. I can't deal with this. I feel like every <laughs> fucking year. There's Doesn't like it feel so good many to injuries. Laugh to at a Yankee fan right now. It's like it's so ridiculous. So Put, it's give not me that my I, fo- where's my tinfoil hat? There's some fucking it, conspiracy with the health of this goddamn team. It's, it's not that I like. It's not that I want to laugh at 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 that. It's because it's not funny. Because it's it's, it's whack. It's just There's one of those wrong. things. Am I am I crazy? It's just no, one of those not. things where it's like this team like, can't wa- fucking yeah. stay healthy. That's like, the problem. It's a lot, and it's every fucking year now where it's like key players at key positions are hurt all the goddamn time like right. there's luck well, and then there's like mm, this is bullshit like well, seemingly you don't have a center fielder now well because okay. now well because harrison bader went down with an oblique strain and he on in swinging in his last at bat now the problem with obliques you could be out a month you could be out six months right because i remember yep, judge yep. had an oblique strain a couple of years ago and he missed like half the season right yep. so he missed no like 60 games they, no they didn't say they're going to, you know, we'll probably hear something Friday, but I wouldn't be surprised if he starts the season on the injured list. Right. And they and asked who could fill in, right? So here's where I got everybody a little riled up before we started. Got everybody uh, hot to trot. Hot. Asked to fill in center field if Bader is forced to miss time. Boone mentioned Aaron Hicks, Rafael Ooh. Ortega, Estevan Floreal, and Judge. So obviously Judge... He could play every outfield position, even though he's really not a center fielder. Nah, he's not. He's, he's, he's too. Aaron, he's too big be for it. Judge by himself in the outfield, just running back right. and forth. So, but but the the real thing was, I right, find Floriel and Ortega. Okay, fine, whatever. They'll probably be fine if they have to play center. They'll, Flor- they'll Floriel. Floriel can play center. He's fucking fast as shit. But, but here, but here's the thing: the seventy million dollar man and Aaron Hicks rears his ugly head again. And I mean, he'll play for, you know, two and a half weeks and then get going the disabled. Well, Kevin said, Kevin said before we started, like he's already, you're already penciling him in for half the season of games played. Right. So, (laughs) so he'll start in center judge will be in right. And you'll, you'll platoon Floreal and whoever the fuck else in left and Stanton. And, you know, once in a blue moon, but somebody else right there by itself, you're telling me he's going to play fucking 30 games. But at but least, look at, at look least. at how bad Stanton hamstrings this team when he can't right. play the field. Can't. Oh, that's why another, I still I don't games. understand why they fucking traded for Diet Coke Aaron Judge. Like because a it was injury a big, prone Aaron Judge. What because, was the point? Listen, I've never seen a guy more in shape that gets hurt like that when he has to play the field. Because he's too fucking ripped for a baseball player. <laughs> 
He's there is such a thing as being like, I'm going to get too bulked for my goddamn skeleton. And that's what this man has done. I understand. And it's just it's just funny where like baseball is not a sport where you need to be a fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger Gold's Gym, you know, Mr. Olympia. Like, I'm sorry. You don't. Was it was it last year or two years ago when they were like, hey, what about playing the field? And they were like, yeah, no. For for Stanton. And it was like. There might have been two years ago. Was it twenty? I think it was twenty-one. Where they were like, "Oh no, he can't play the field." Like, and it's like, "Yeah, but you're literally hamstringing your team's ability to like stretch this lineup." Yeah, but you know, he's uh, he he can't can't, he He can't play the field. He will hurt. I remember he dove for a ball, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, he's gonna die." But like, like, that's the Yankees. I can't remember the last time the New York Yankees had a roster where. The DH was used the way that God intended when they the had, DH to be. No, so so <laughs> like I'm sorry. So the last time they had that was like, I want to say when they brought in Lemayhew, had ju- like when it was the baby bombers, because A Rod yeah, was right gone, that, Jeter yeah, was yeah. gone, all yeah, the, yeah. all the old heads were gone, where you didn't have to have the DH as a retirement home. So you had that like 2016, 2017, maybe even 18 kind of thing. And then they brought in, you know, Big Dog from from Miami. And now he just clogs up the DH spot. Not that it's a bad thing because he could hit 40 home runs. Yeah, but he doesn't stay healthy. Well, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. You can't trust his health. That's the problem. And so like. He's Aaron Judge, but can't fucking play the field and is hurt all the time. Like, so what's the fuck? Why do I need two I, two of those I guys? Get it. Like, I get it. You 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 don't got to tell me. Yeah, like it's just so unbalanced. It's like it's like Brian Cashman literally fucking forgot that Aaron Judge was on his roster when he traded for 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 him. And I'm like, you're still paying for it. How much? Well, how so much now they have. On, how much is left on his team? MLB salary. He's got at least six years left. Maybe five. That's so disgusting. That's so Around disgusting there. if that's true. So what? And then. So the so Ad- so he's got 23, 24, 25, 2026, 2027. So he's got five more years before a club, a club option. option in 28. Yeah, right, so what I said is yeah, so, so, six, so six years. So five years, maybe six of, th- of, of an average of about 30 million a year. Right, right. It goes down. It does go down. It goes down, he's, but he's, like at that point, did. the damage. You know, is a thirty-two million a year for him is—he's not worth it. He's worth twenty, but you know, cool. And look at and 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 if, as as fate would have it, look at that contract and look at the year—the year before when he was on the Marlins in seventeen—and then look at his salary when he went to the Yankees. Literally went up ten million dollars, and that's when they traded for him. Right. Yep. Well, because they were like, "Oh, we're not going to pay." Because the Marlins were like, "We're not paying this guy. <laughs> we, we don't. We right. can't afford this." Like we right. signed it, but he's not staying. You know, here. David, David Sampson was. David. What Sampson. a fucking crock of shit! Like, yeah, he's a. <laughs> so he's the third three hundred million dollar man on the team. Because you have Cole and you have Judge. Yeah. So yeah, you got I mean, three guys. You've got three Yankees. guys who make a hundred million dollars between the two, three of them. There are yeah. three guys, and one of them is a starting fucking pitcher. Like yeah, I am of the school of thought that starting pitchers 
as great as they can be in the playoffs to win you a game, starting pitchers, like there is an inherent lesser value because they only impact less than 10. They impact like 20% of your games at most, you know, 15% of your games, whatever it is, is 30 starts. Yeah. If that, like that's like, you know, Right. So, yes. So now they affect twenty per twenty percent. They can affect a th- you know three out of seven games, which is you know almost half in a seven game series, and you know two or three games in a five game series. Sure, like that's important, but you know forty percent, forty seven. You know, come on, forty percent of a playoff series. I don't know, man. A lot of money for a starting pitcher. I agree with you, but your pitching's also fucked. So. Tommy Kinley. So yeah, the bullpen now. Let's go. Let's yeah. let's let the, when when it rains it pours, and let's just fucking monsoon on the Yankees. Um, Canley, Tommy Canley, and Lou Trevino start the season on the IL because Canley has biceps tendonitis and Trevino has mild elbow ligament strain. Right. So they're so biceps week, two weeks into camp and they're done. So so biceps tendonitis. Okay, fine. Little little R and R. You'll be back. Mild quick. elbow ligament strain. So what does that mean? I don't want to know. <laughs> I'll see you. I'll see you June first, buddy. Like well, that's, don't even well, fucking yeah, start so they, throwing until May. So 1st. they said. So they said mid May, according to Cashman. You we'll see. see until June. So when he, when he picks up a ball again and he starts to throw and his fucking ulnar nerve explodes. Yeah, his, I was gonna say his UCL tears and he needs Tommy don't John. For, awesome. Don't don't forget too. Um, Frankie Montas is already out. And he's gonna miss three months. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's missing. Th- he's missing three months as so it two is. fifths Wait, of the uh, so two fifths of the of the starting rotation is out now, and, and two relievers. Four, three of your six best relievers are now your your top six relievers. Three of them are or two of them at least are fucked. Cool, awesome. Oh, you- let's. You, you so we got the money. So we got the we got the money wrong with Rodon. It was six years, one sixty-two. Okay, he's making twenty something million a year. Twenty-two this year, twenty-seven for the rest of the contract. Look, all uh, I'm saying is you, you better, better fucking be good. Pray. You better hope and pray that Clayton Beater can fucking work out in your bullpen, buddy. <sighs> you gotta go to. The, you gotta hit the uh, hit you, the hit the better. farm early. You better hope that Michael King is something for you. Like you, right. you oh, he got, he's got to fucking hit. He's good. See, that's the thing. He's got to fucking. I, when I say hit, he's got to be. He's so got to be a money pitcher. It, yeah, exactly. He's got to be money because he's he's got to make. He's gonna have to make twelve starts this year. At, like, at just, here's the thing, and it's least, not just the Yankees. Every team goes through this because no matter what, like the the Mets are gonna have probably a six man rotation. There's gonna be someone's going down. You no, know and I understand so- that, but. But you didn't. You weren't expecting Michael King as your basically your sixth starter. As I mean, I would argue your no, sixth like, starter. But that's what I'm saying you like, weren't expecting Michael. him to make more than eight starts this year, ten start, and now you know he's going to probably make a dozen, if not fifteen. You know well, it. Like yeah. it's happening. I mean, it's fucking it, happening now. Well, I guess Cortez that, is healthy because there's nothing about him. Cortez is fine. Don't fucking jinx about- it. No, Domingo but I'm just Herman, saying because he like, Domingo Herman now all of a sudden has to make it has to make a thing. Has to right. be, has to step it up. Like, uh, are 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 the Yankees really fucking gonna have to rely on somebody like Jonathan Losaiga? Um, to be the long man, yeah. Because listen, yeah. you're gonna have a that, lot that, of bullpen that, games. That's gonna be exactly doing a lot saying. of. 
he's going to be like Pedro Feliciano. Uh, what do you call it with the Mets that year where he made like literally he played in literally every game. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Wendy Peralta is going to have to come up big. You're going to have to Michael <sighs> King. Like you said fucking Albert or Bray is going to have to be somebody you guys are going to rely on. Clay Holmes. Right. And, and that guy, what was it? Luis uh, Heal or whatever. Like he, he yeah. had Tommy John surgery. So he's done. Like he's done. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about that one for you guys. Like you guys are. It's going to be great. It's going to be great, guys. They're going to go. They're going to go. It's 14, either that or 14 now, and 15 in April. It's do you think they just flip and trade IKF for a starting pitcher? You're going to have to. They're going to have to. I, 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 I can't do something. Might. They might do something or or like somebody in the farm system who fucking Yoendris Gomez, Luis Gill. Like, do you have a deal? Probably no, but he's hurt. He's he had Tommy John, he's done. Right, fuck. They got nobody there. See, this is so this is the sick thing. Their farm system is you know, because Flor, you need Floriel now, like, that's the other thing, and their other guys aren't hitting. God, their farm system is trash. Oh man, that that's rough. So I'm not, you know, they're not. You know, listen, the Yankees aren't going to uh, lose uh, now 100 games, but like, no, granted, but uh, like, and trust me, I'm not trying to grave dance on you right now. Like, as far as like, ha 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 ha, like, no, like, no, no one's listen. Sucks. Trust me, the, the 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 Mets have their own fucking problems. And do you think? Oh, no, do you yeah. think? Wait, do you think Jason Dominguez is possible to play Staying in the up? outfield? To start I, the year, he's nineteen. He's too young. No, no, he is. He will. He'll be midsummer, midsummer, September call up. He is not making the team out of camp. Ever no way. No. Not and not unless a, fucking not unless Judge and Stanton like all of a sudden get into a car accident. Like it's it's not going to happen. So here's the question that, I have. So they have a they July, have a plethora August, uh, they have a plethora of shortstops. Do they plethora. trade any of them? But you got Volpe, uh, I, you got IKF, and you got. If um, anyone's getting Cabrera. traded, it's if anyone's getting traded, it's IKF. Can I? Cashman doesn't trade the young guys. Like Glaber Torres has entered the chat. Okay. I. I, I so Gary Sanchez has entered the chat. Too. Right. I right. They literally told you my theory on this. I've already. They're not going to. They're this. not going to trade. They're going to trade IKF if anybody. I still, I still hold to the to the idea that Glaber gives you the best value and the best return. So he does, trade, but they won't trade him. Labor. They won't trade him. He does, but they're stubborn. You know that. They're so goddamn yeah. stubborn. It's terrible. But uh, I mean, uh, I, so yeah. So that's my problem. Is that you, the Yankees? Ideally, I'm putting the tinfoil hat, and I'm saying that they something is wrong in their organization that they either let or do or whatever with their players when it comes to the health and the, the medical staff and the training staff, and they're doing something stupid. Either it's letting them do stupid shit or they're doing HGH, you know, and they're not cycling their steroids properly or whatever the fuck it is now. And like, I don't know, like whatever it is. And all these guys are too bulked and getting hurt all the time. I don't fucking fucking know. The EPO and the the, the secrets that they're fucking on. They're not not doing their windstraw properly. (laughs) (laughs) Mark McGuire. They need to call Mark McGuire for a fucking lesson. Yeah, fucking Andro injections. Yeah, just Andro injections. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, the the creatine in the locker has gone bad. Creatine. A word I haven't heard in a decade. No, it's not just just the The Yankees. The problem is every... 
Every team goes through this. Every team goes through this. No. No, dude, like- dude, I, Kevin, talk to me. As a Mets fan, every time Jacob deGrom was slated to start, you knew at 5 o'clock you were going to hear, eh, he's got fucking ass tightness. Like, he's not going to fail. His pinky is I, sore. I, I, I could count on the fucking Mets injury report. Swear to God, at 545, you'd be like, look, I have tickets. Right, he's scrapped. I yeah. know this motherfucker's not going to start. Do I really want to go to the game? Like, at 3 o'clock, you're like, he's not going to pitch today. Right, you're sweating. You're just right. sweating. And, like, bro, you know the amount of times that I had tickets, and I was like, mm, it's 3 o'clock, game starts at 7. It's yeah. Like 50, it's 55 degrees out. This motherfucker's not going to pitch Right, tonight. do I really want to go through this? Like, nope. I know this motherfucker's not going to pitch because it's semi-cold out. He's going to bitch and whine about it. Right. Do I want to go out there? Mm, not and, really. And then, you're hemming, and then you're hemming and hawing about, about a fucking decision until four o'clock. Yeah. And then four o'clock comes and you're like, fuck it. I'm not going to do it. And right, then that's... sure enough, at four, 545, you'd be like, ah, oh, this motherfucker scratched. So you're like, all right, cool. Like, right. I made the right decision. Mm-hmm. More often than not, that happened. More God bless often Texas. than not. Have fun. Look, I mean, like small, like I digress, but like mm-hmm. they got pieces. Like Simeon's okay, fucking Corey Seager's okay, like Degrom's okay. Nice. He's a nice he player. No, see, Degrom is a good player when he's healthy. the pr- The problem he's is you can't give, count on him to make thirty starts. Starts, mm-hmm. yeah, right. You, you're gonna he's gonna miss ten starts. Mm-hmm. Correct. That's the problem. It's not it's not that he's not a good player. He's going to miss 10 starts. He's going to miss 10 starts and in the division that's as loaded as the fucking AL West is, you can't miss 12, 10 starts. Like to have a go. chance to compete, you can't. Like Exactly. You you're not going to catch the Houston Astros, you're not going to catch the fucking uh Seattle Mariners, you're not going to catch the fucking like hell even even the Oakland A's are are decent. You know what I mean? Like you're not going right. to catch those teams like the fucking angels. Who knows where they're fucking at? Like, you don't know. Like angels could surprise. Maybe not. But like, Man. I think the angels might be better than the fucking Rangers. Correct. That's true. That's a fair. So, they, they'll, like, they'll have seven to eight more wins. So like, but what are we really talking about here? Like, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Know. I know. You, you're fair. still, you're still finishing fourth or fifth in that fucking division. Like, is that really what I paid Jacob DeGrom for? Like $185 million over five years? No, that's not enough. That is not enough. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's just not. I hear you. I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think it was a stupid deal, but it's not my problem anymore. It's I'm not. And to be honest with you, I'm, I'm relieved because, you know, yep. now I just got to worry about two geriatric pitchers. Well, I got to worry about us. Scherzer and Verlander, but you know. right. But durability but for both of them has been better. So relatively better. Much I will better. take that headache over the. Oh my god, he's not going to fucking pitch for half the year. No, well, I agree. Right, I agree. So, uh, I think that covers it for as far as baseball. Um, we've got a couple of things in the NBA. Uh, Knicks are on. Are they lost, they, so they, they, they lost. They lost. They were, yeah. 
They were on a nine-game winning streak. They were <laughs> yeah, winning back right. before the uh, Cavaliers as a Monday night. Uh, the question was posed of how good is this team? Um, that's uh, a hard hate question to, to answer. Uh, as much as I hate to admit it, they're 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 going to compete for you know the the middle of the pack for the four, in the five, six seed. They're not gonna. They're gonna be out of the play-in, but like. They're not going to be the better. Four, than... I think the four seed is maybe their ceiling. Look, yeah, look, they I beat the that. Celtics twice in the last week and a half, two weeks. And that... Celtics are in trouble. <laughs> I know. Celtics, Celtics all of a sudden. I don't know what's going on with them. Well, they're injured and they're uh, all of a sudden they're they're losing their mojo. Um, Bucks are their Bucks overtake took them for the one seed. Um, mm-hmm. uh, well, Celtics, what they want, who they beat. They they won a game. They beat uh, they beat the Blazers yesterday. So they're OK. Yeah, but um, the Blazers aren't anything to fight. Home no, I know, either. I know, but they righted the ship. You know, they lost to the yeah, Cavs. Maybe. They lost the they lost to the Nets last Friday, which was pretty shocking. Right. You know, those, those <laughs> world beater Brooklyn Nets right now. Spencer Dimwitty doing hey, it listen, up. It is what it is. Well, they made that decision. So yeah. The the big news, the big NBA news, of course, is the Jean Morant shit. Um. My man was in a club flashing guns and my man pots and pans. Yeah, he was fucking out there flashing guns in a fucking nightclub and acting a damn fool. So mm-hmm. uh spent for at least two games by the team. Uh Taylor Jenkins said at a press conference that there's no timetable for his return. Last I heard, I think he's been cleared to return, but yeah, man, I, I don't know what to say about this one, honestly. Yeah, it's not a good look, I should say. No. It's definitely not <laughs> it, a no, good look. No, it's not. It, it's, um, that goes without, I feel like that goes without saying. Like that's, According to Mark Stein, a firearm on team premises is indeed a violation of NBA rules and subjects to player discipline, but there is no specific suspension left in uh, uh, league bylaws. Suspension left is imposed at the commissioner's discretion, uh, he also added that the NBA is currently trying to confirm whether Morant's gun, where Morant's game, gun came from, rather, and which that would ultimately help them determine if it was, he was in violation of this property. Yeah, so originally he about. posted that it was an automatic 50, but I think he got that caught up with, I think it was Gilbert Arenas, how many years ago, had a, brought a gun to like locker room. in the right. locker room, and they gave him a 50-game suspension. Right, so no, I don't I think, think he's ever had it on his person within the team facility, though. Right, so yeah, I I don't know what I don't know what the the fallout here is going to be. Uh, on, well, he's gonna well he's suspended from the team for at least two games, but then like, you know, there's no timetable for his return. Right. So, whatever that means. Just, right. Like I just saw a tweet, Sean. It's a video of of people shooting um, firework guns. Um, oh, I don't Jesus. know what country this is, and it's um, Sean Kemp, John Morant, Gilbert Arenas, and Joe Mixon sleepover. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> <sighs> it's a for those one. who don't know. Uh, yeah, Sean Kemp got arrested on a uh, suspicion or his his attachment to a uh, drive by shooting the other day. So, oh, add that. How, where's that for your childhood? So that that's always a good one. 
But um, I don't. I yeah, did, I think. Did I read he's to, not being charged though? Was what was it? Uh, so uh, with Kemp, I think it was they dropped oh, the charges. Yeah. Charged. So something with yeah. I'm looking at Sean Kemp. They looks like they yeah. Looks like they're dropping the charges, and then shit was stolen out of his car. Oh. oh my god. His attorney released a statement saying that he had stuff stolen out of his car and tracked it to Tacoma. Awesome. Yeah. He's, cool. he's those Apple tag, I guess those he's air doing, tags are really uh paying. Yeah, off. Air tags are really working well. Jesus Christ. So I think uh John Amici, going back to John Morant, had a fabulous point on all this. Like how many regular twenty three year old black men can brandish a gun in a nightclub in this country right now and not expect to be killed? So it's a he's he's got a privilege to him to be able to do this and he should know better at the age of twenty three. I think that's a good point. Like if this I, was that's fair. That's if this fair. was regular Johnny from freaking Memphis doing this in a club, like there were God knows where he fucking would have ended up. You know what I mean? But yeah. that's, it, that's like true. that that's the sad part of it. Um and maybe because I don't know, of man. that that reality is why a gun is carried and do I I don't agree with it but I under I don't agree with it but I can understand why black people in this country feel the way that they do about carrying guns and I and especially when you're famous and rich and targetable I can understand why you think you may want to do something like that I don't think that that's the smart thing to do there are way better ways to protect yourself that are not going to fuck over your entire life but you know not going to clubs that you could that you feel like you need to carry a gun at is is a starter um that's a start but i believe it was john who graced us with one of the funnier fucking memes i've ever seen where uh oh lord they pulled an eight mile on john of course of course i found uh, some shit like that of course i did revealed that john morant you know, to steal the line, lives at home with his parents, and they have a real good marriage. To to say it lightly, uh, seemingly John Morant was a private school kid with a, oh yeah, you know, rich parents who never saw the inside of a ghetto, and now he's acting like Little Wayne in the inside of a fucking nightclub. So, there is a uh, a presence of cap. As the kids would say, when it comes yeah. to his uh, his image and what he's trying to portray out there, so makes it even stupider that he's brandishing weapons and and flashing them in front of the TV and throwing it all away. Yeah, it's, uh, it's as much somebody. as I don't like to agree with him. Stephen A. Smith had probably the best comment on all of it, uh, as I quote. When you look at John Morant, the one thing that I found incredibly alarming, there was so much stuff that Allen Iverson took hits for that had nothing to do with him, but everything to do with the company he kept. In this particular instance, that's jaw on film. That's jaw that you see on the TMZ video. He had no choice but to own that. So let me look in the camera and say what I'm about to say to John Morant directly. You're a superstar. You're 23 years old. You've got a deal that kicks in next year that could exceed $231 million over the next five years. And on the show, on national TV, there's you associated with the police. Think about that for a second and ask yourself, is it really, really worth it? You already know the answer to that, bro. 
and it's true. Like, no, it's true. He's 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 got a bright you're, future ahead of him. You're you're fumbling the fucking bag before you even got it. Like it's mm-hmm. it's dumb, man. Like it was what, no less than three fucking weeks ago, four fucking weeks ago. Like people were branding the guy the heir apparent, and now now what? You know, that, yeah. that ship has already sailed. That's it's over. That he lost that. That's done. What the it's... hell did you just send us about fucking Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> so you you uh, mentioned TMZ. Um, I I would like to interject for about thirty. No, seconds. I refuse. I refuse to click on it. I, Aaron Rodgers, life's a trip. Hear me talk about psychedelics. Aaron Rodgers announced that in June. He will be a featured guest for the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies, the Psychedelic Science 2023 event in June. The conference, which is expected to 10,000 attendees, will include speeches, workshops, and panel discussions about all things hallucinogens. Of course, Rogers has been outspoken about his passion for plant-based psychedelics. Ayahuasca. 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 Thank you. So the man goes on one fucking ayahuasca trip, and now he's a fucking spokesman. He's a believer. What the fuck are we doing here? You know what? what the I'm fuck getting are we doing here? this. Is, see, he this is the kind of trip. this is the shit that like it's like uh, this is the act this is I'm the tired shit of. Getting this is the this act is I'm the tired of. Like shit that you're gonna get. Listen, I'm not saying that it doesn't have any benefits or anything like that, but I mean, like, just I, I'm tired of the. I'm tired of the of the look at me shit. I'm tired of it. I really am. I'm tired of it. And it's only going to get worse in New York because if he doesn't play well, it's not, this is not going to go well. He's going to be absolutely destroyed, murdered, like Like I'm telling you, the minute minute that he throws a bad interception and he comes up and is like, Oh, well, You know, no, well, it's like, well, you know, what do you expect? It's not my fault. I, you know, I did this, I did that. And it's like, dude, like, you know, you threw well, the that's pick. the thing. The first press conference where it's, it's like, he's monotone and just like, well, you know, you got to relax. R E L A X. Yeah. Oh, no. Kevin Durant. Yep. You nope. fucking called it. Oh, yeah. So we, we didn't talk, we touched on that. Um, Inside ba- a little inside basketball. Well, that was a cool story. And well, and boom, I, it Kevin was, Durant gets it was, it was from a Discord. Someone, what do you call it, posted that. You know, I don't know the guy's real name, so I'm I can't get anybody in trouble because I don't know who it is. But he said that you know he works for a company that you know fit that works with professional athletes, like fitted, you know, specifically Kevin Durant for this special brace for his MCL in his recent, most recent injury. He got traded from the Nets to the Suns. Apparently, they left the brace in the with the Nets. The Suns offered to pay in a, whatever amount of money to buy, essentially buy the brace back from the Nets. And the Nets said, uh, shove it up your ass. And <laughs> now they're scrambling to make a new one, apparently, which will be ready for the playoffs. But Apparently, it didn't go well. Now I don't know if this is related, <clears throat> excuse me, or not. Seemingly, I don't think it, I don't think the brace that it was being made for him was ever supposed to be oh, his knee. I think it's legitimately they were making it for his Achilles or his ankle. And, it could be. I don't know. And ultimately, it looks like the same bum ankle that he's always had 
he was in pregame warm-ups. He was taking a shot, and he came down, and he fucking rolled it. And now this is one of those. I just watched the video. Whoa! This is one of those things where, as a Nets fan now, I am relieved that he's gone because again, you'd go through the games or whatever, then all of a sudden, up Kevin Durant has, you know, knee issues or back issues or ankle issues, and it's just like, of course, Jacob Degrom of basketball always hurt, always hurt, Lord. I can't. I I just don't understand. I just don't understand. Like, I guess, I mean, you know, he is a freak of a a specimen of a human being. And I think his it's just catching up to him. And I I guess that the injury in Golden State is really damaged the rest of his lower body because it's just like he's his muscles and everything is just out of out of balance and out of whack. I mean, he's a stick like honestly like look at him he's he's not exactly to compensate for everything else like yeah the amount of stress that he put on that leg and and the amount of stress he's put on that leg to recover and build up the strength again like it's possible no man but seemingly he's out for two weeks at bare minimum so we'll we'll, we'll he's probably he's not gonna so two weeks from today he said he might not play the rest of the regular season exactly so two weeks from today puts you at march 30th which whatever that's maybe a week or two away from the playoffs you might as well just sit him down until the playoffs yeah absolutely there's no reason to get involved like not get involved like you're in exactly there's no reason to risk it why Shut them down. Shut them down to the playoffs, and then then in the playoffs, you take your chances. Yeah, you know you're in, so you may as well fuck with it. Um, right. But seemingly, yeah, that that's the big one. Um, Freaking, that came out, what, 7.07 this, this afternoon? Mm-hmm. So Something like that. It came out, like that. came out late. Yikes, so. Yikes. Yikes. Here's that, Yikes. and that'll be all our NBA news for the uh, for the pod for this week, and now we're closing with some NHL stuff, which Whoa. is always fun. Oh, look who's here yeah. for hockey still! Amazing! Wow, look at that! Uh, You're here. I made it. Made it. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Jackson actually woke up, but Kristen was was taking care of him. It's amazing. Wow, it happened. She's the real MVP. She's the real one. Listen, the sidebar, Sidebar. she made me lunch for work today. I got peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Chef's kiss was perfect. The right ratio. There's if you don't get the right ratio of peanut butter (laughs) to jelly, there is there's problems. You have a problem. You either cement you either cemented your mouth shut or it's just a jelly mess. Correct. Correct on both counts. So Um, are you guys are you guys a peanut butter on both sides or are you a peanut butter on one side? Peanut butter on one side. Peanut butter on both sides? Or mm, one side? No. One no, side. I do I do one. No. No. Interesting. It'll change your fucking life. Interesting. Put peanut butter on both sides. And then, and the, then jelly the jelly goes in the middle. middle. Mm, and like then intriguing. Kind of like I'm blue. intrigued. I'm intrigued now. You said <laughs> and then you... the and then you'll never have soggy bread, it'll never fall apart, and you'll never have the fucking the Damn. goopy mess. Mm-hmm. Damn, dude. That's uh shit. That sounds <laughs> and I just <laughs> Well, my goddamn go. mind. Yeah, there you go. Try it next time. 
But uh, <laughs> no, that must be nice to have a wife that makes you lunch. Listen, it was the first time she did it in like a year, so you know. Every once in a while, I, I usually just do it myself. That's true. That's that's fair. But uh, sometimes yeah, it's just you're easier. Your fear for NHL stuff, which is great. It's good. Uh, welcome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have Islanders the, um, won. Yes. They keep pushing towards that playoff spot. Another win. Uh, yeah. They're creeping up the standings. Yeah. They, they, I mean, early in the week, they they beat the Sabres. They won 3-2 on Tuesday. Um, Would have been a huge swing if Sidney Crosby hadn't put on his fucking cape like he always does and lead the Penguins back from four down. <laughs> To win the game, they went five four, uh, and yeah, no. Suddenly, here we are. You know what I mean? Like suddenly, the Islanders are creeping into contention. And what yeah. they won, they won four three tonight. They beat the Penguins, so that was a massive game, and they they just got a swing out of that. So uh, it looks like they're here to stay, man. No, it's it's, it's yeah. They're, they're slowly they're coming creeping on hot up. at the right time for sure. The only thing that's a problem. Like that is potentially a problem is that they've played three or four games more than most teams. Right. So the, the other the Ottawa has like three games in hand going, going forward. Correct. So, so, right. so yeah, team, see, they have four, according to this, if the standings are updated, they have four games in hand. Yeah. You know, so Ottawa, Ottawa's played 63 Islanders have played 67 Right. Penguins have only played sixty-four. Right, that's what I'm saying. Panthers so are sixty. Yeah, they're they're two ahead of the Panthers. Right. Yeah. So the Islanders are two points ahead. Two points ahead of Pittsburgh, but with and three Panthers. more games. With three more games played. So like, well, they have seven. Yeah. Well, they have seventy-six points. Well, but that's like, what I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. But but that's oh, three yeah, no. three less games played. That's six. That's yeah, a six-point yeah. swing, and you can't. Well, like, and there's nothing you could do about that. Right. Right. Yeah. Those games but are like, done. They're gone. This this team, though, I feel like any time that there's any sort of like success, this team fucking folds apart. But then when like they need adversity to be like, oh hey, we learned how to fucking play again, because Barzell went down and then suddenly like they scrap for every fucking victory now. Like mm-hmm. I I don't I don't understand it. Like do I think they make it? Maybe like odds are pretty good that they're going to make it, but they'll make the playoffs. I think they're thin on the, on the blue line. Like I think their defense is still weak, Um, but right. You get in, anything can happen. Like, I mean, I think they, yeah. I mean, you you know, if he comes back healthy, I think they have as good of a chance to beat. like, they could beat the hurricanes. The hurricanes are, are, uh, it could, they're not indestructible. Like the Bruins. Um, No, like, (laughs) Last, no, last no, they're very. Listen, they're fucking good. The Devils are really good. I, I thought, I think the Devil, I think yeah. they're tailing away now. But I think they, the yeah. Devils are, a, the Devils next year will be second best right. team in the Eastern Conference. I, I next think year, that's, next that's year, the, thing. the Devils are on the rise in the big picture, not in the yes. terms of the season. They started off really hot this year. I know that in there, but it's. Yeah, no, I I understand. I think they could beat any of those teams, but I like John said. Like I listened to the rest of the podcast for those of you. John said last week many times, "You're running into. We're going to suck the dick of the Boston Bruins, and there it's a buzzsaw. Nobody's beating Boston. Oh, let's okay. just go, I, let's just hand them the cup. It's fine. 
They're uh, 49, 9, and 5. I know. Fastest like, 200 points ever. Ridiculous. The fastest, they, they've literally lost They've lost six games at home, eight on the road. And they're 9 and 1 in their They've last only lost 10. three games. They've lost in, in regulation. They've lost three games in regulation nine at home. Ga- nine games yeah. in total in regulation. Yeah, nine games in regulation and five. Three. Right, which is insane. It's insane. It's yeah, insane. It's- Fifty. Yeah, they're gonna have. They'll have fifty wins probably in in sixty four games. Like I know you really don't look at lost. percentage points, but like doesn't matter. You you just they, they're literally winning eighty two percent of their games. With with literally they've doubled up the goal differential. They're they're a hundred and four in the in the positive. The next best is fifty nine with Carolina. I mean, Car- I mean that's the thing. Carolina has is not super far behind, but it's like. In terms of when you evaluate the teams, you're like, they're not in the same league, you know. But they're not in the same league. Like you you can't, you you can't tell me that the two teams you put those two teams together. You can't tell me which one's the better team. Now, now, do we think with the moves that Vegas has done? Do we think that with like adding Quick as a backup? Like, do we think that they will have a good chance to, like, when if they meet them in the in the in the Cup final? Do we think they're going to know? I, I think they I think quick doesn't make a difference. You know what I mean? Like I, at this point in this career, if this was four or five years ago, maybe. But at this point in his career, I don't think they're, they're Jonathan Quick at this that. point in his career is not the same guy. No, I know, I know. I, I know. think still honestly, good, but not the same guy. Honestly, I think that if Edmonton gets gets their shit together, like Edmonton can make a run. I'm not I'm not concerned right now about Colorado and and what Colorado's like their little swoon that they went through. I think Colorado, if everybody gets back healthy for the playoffs, that that's another team that you got to see. I would consider. I I would be, there's there's movement to be made though in the West because the wild just lost Kasparov for at least a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, when back to Vegas, I would take Stevenson like against a lot, like over most players, like, like, but right now in terms of how hot he is, but mm, yeah. Then Jack uh, Eichel, obviously, like I, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I think I they're think just they, a really good team, but they're no, they they don't have anybody. Right. You go, oh, like they're I gotta really watch out team. for him. Mark, like, Mark Stone, Mark Stone is still giving you some. Is still giving you. Like, you'll you'll a, get a, a good shift out of too. Kessel, but like, yeah, Mark Salt still giving you a good shift, and he's still providing something. But like, do I think that Vegas couldn't get bounced in the first round? Vegas they could. You're right. You know, the West is so the oh, West no, they is so totally balanced, could. top to well, bottom. So it, it, like I don't look at Dallas and go, "Whoa!" Like they're really fucking good either. Like I'm like, yeah. According to NHL.com, they have Vegas ranked as the fifth best overall team. That's that's teams- that sounds right. I so think- it's so it's Boston, Carolina, Toronto, New Jersey, Vegas. That's the top five according that's- to NHL.com. I tend to. I really don't believe in the Devils, but that's me. Like I, I don't. I. I, I got no. If you're if you're play. asking me like if you're asking me big picture overall season, I I agree with that assessment in terms of just general ranking. Going into the playoffs and at the end of the year, I agree with you. I think the Devils are unless they get hot and they win, you know, their last you know eight eight nine games in a row, and they look like world beaters all of a sudden. You know they're eight one and one or some shit like. Oh. Um. Like I wrote in in the rundown, but like 
Toronto beat the Devils 4-3 late on Tuesday night, and they came from behind without Ryan O'Reilly and John Tavares. And, like, did we believe too much in the Devils going into that? Like, Toronto might just be able to hang with them. Like, Tor- oh, Toronto's going to – Toronto like, can beat them without a doubt. Like, this is, the, so, this like, is the thing you have every year. Toronto's usually pretty good in the regular season, and then they get bounced in the first round. Right, but does do the Devils necessarily have the mentality to hang with tougher opponents in a loaded East? Like, the I, I mean, one thing, but you you're not going to know until the track. puck drops, and you're not going to know until the puck puck drops mid-April. You're not going to know. That, that's fair. That's fair. Like, it's one thing to like beat the Wild or the Coyotes. It's another thing to lose to the Leafs, who you might see in the second round. You know what I mean? And if you're letting it's them true. come back, if you're letting them come back from three three down. And beat you four three late in the third, like that. That raises questions about your mentality. It, it also comes down to how the series goes. Like as the series, as the playoff series go on, you That's like fair. you don't like every series is different. Every time you play a team is different. Like you know, last year when the Rangers played the Penguins and it went to seven games. Like you know, that series evolved over the course of what do you call it? Yeah, over the course of those seven. Half. I hear you. You know, the Rangers, when they played Carolina, it like it evolved. And listen, when the Rangers went up two nothing on Tampa Bay, though, everyone's like, holy shit. And then look what happened. Right. You know, you know, you, you got to went slap, went slap, four, good night, went, went four and oh. And like, all right, by the way, we're going back to the cup. Like, yeah, it's just it's one of those things where you have to you have to see. First of all, you have to see where these teams are, because we're talking about the senators. Cam Talbot's out for three weeks. Yep. So, you know, how does that change their, what do you call it, their projections? Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean I'm not saying he's great, but he's still averaging still your less starting than two, goalie. He's still letting in G- less than his less than two. three, 285 right, now, now goals against like an NHL an, goalie up there. Like your AHL goalie, like granted, he won player of the month for fucking February, but like he's still an AHL goalie with fucking like five or six. He's an AHL goalie for, for a reason. Right. Yeah. Right, three weeks is a long time, and I just I told you I said before Kasparov for the for the Wild is out for th- almost a month. That, you know yeah, he's their leading he's be, their leading scorer. That's a big that's they're a big gonna, deal. They're going to struggle really hard. Well, they're going to struggle to score goals, and they're going to struggle on the power play. Like they're yeah, fucked. Yeah. And also, well, too, don't listen. Don't underestimate the fact that how long it takes Patrick Kane to get acclimated to New York because he's already admitted that it's been tough. Yeah, right. he scored a goal de- tonight, but like, yeah. But he's deferring. No, it's going to be said 15 he, games. He, he defers to his team. He's been deferring to his teammates. That's not his game. He's a scorer. He right. needs the puck on his stick. Like, it's but, it's not that. But he's it's not. It. He, he, he's called it their team. He's called it this team. Like, once he's able to actually settle down and call it his team or my team or us, you know what I mean? Like, at yeah, that point. No, I, you know, you just got to you, you get not. in. You if they want a deep run, they need him to really come alive. That's true. That's true. Um, talking about some off-ice stuff, uh, the Wilds have seemingly decided that hockey is indeed not for everyone. Uh, <laughs> they were tapped to have a pride night on Tuesday night, and the Wilds have said, decided to say fuck you to the league and reject the lead-wide pride night initiative that had been scheduled by the league. So, uh, as agreed upon by the whole all 30 teams in the league, they were supposed to wear special Pride Night warm-up tops displaying the LGBTQ flag, and instead, as a whole ass organization, decided to bypass all that and not even participate in the event. Uh, the comment thread on Twitter is a fucking dumpster fire. 
Well, I'm sure. Um, it's Twitter. People applauding the Wild for the decision. Again, this is fucking Minnesota. Uh, and uh, essentially applying the decision by the Wild and saying allies need to, and I quote, find Jesus or burn in hell. Oh, uh, okay. You're going to expect an apology from the league and the organization by like this upcoming Monday. And some sort of donation to P flag of the Trevor Project because that that's the only thing that's going to make that right in the eyes of some people. Uh, and uh, yeah, that, money that, solves that, all problems. Uh, yeah, that, that's a that's a PR nightmare waiting to fucking happen. Like that that's that's a horrible look for fucking the league, especially like on the back of like having all that. Sh- like, I'm I'm waiting for the inevitable like. Let's get a Toronto Maple Leafs against the Arizona Coyotes in fucking like Mexico City, and you get a hockey's Portotos fucking ad, and you just have a bunch of white people just going out and like yelling of like, when the hell have Mexicans played hockey? And, and a bunch of <laughs> I like, know it's uh, I know I know it's it. a slippery it's a slippery slope, especially when it's league wide mandated stuff. Oh, I'm waiting for it. Like a team can just have can do their thing like. You know, I'm not saying it's the same thing, but now like every team does like Star Wars nights. You know what oh, I mean? Right. Like you could do and dog, and dog night and like all that right. stuff. Bring your dogs. But to like the game. now, but see, but the pro see where where people have issues with with it is, you know, that's a it's a league wide thing, and every team has to do it. Like I'm not saying you should or shouldn't, but is it? I guess is it up to the team if they want to participate? Like. Like if they say no, what like what's the benefit of saying no? What's the benefit of saying yes? Like I don't I don't know. And I guess if they as an organization, so that means from the owner down said Everybody we don't have said, to, fuck it. We're not we don't it. have to right. do it. We're not doing it. So you know, you can't tell me the phone didn't ring in the commissioner's office saying, like, hey, they're not doing this. Right. So I'm curious as to what the I, uh, cost benefit analysis really doesn't fit, but like the cost what, benefit no, but analysis, it, you know what I mean? Like what, the PR, what, what the PR cost? Yeah. Like what, what, how much heat are we willing to take versus just going along with it? You know what I mean? Like how much well, it's, it's like, it's, it's again, walking away from a bad deal. How much money are you willing to lose? If we walk away right now, what's the number you're okay with? So how much PR, how much bad, bad publicity are you willing to take on where you hit the acceptable threshold where like you're, you're within your limits. No, you know no, I, mean? I also That's, think it, I also think it's like, you gotta at some point, point understand like the culture and the climate that we're in, in today's day and age. And like, I'm sorry, like you can't be a, you can, you can criticize organizations and companies Fortune 500 companies, Coca-Cola and all these, you know, these big, you know, stores, you could criticize all of them for being token when it comes to all of these sort of, um, you know, moves and, and, and PR and and like, oh, you know, we're all about, you know, Black History Month in the month of February and all like, and we LBGTQ stuff and fine, like that's, you can criticize that. But at the end of the day, like, it's just not good business in today's climate oh, no it's not prudent it's not prudent it's at all. very silly and very dumb to do yeah. regardless of your poli- like i respect people to have their political and their social views and their opinions like and their religious views and whatnot that's fine like you're allowed right. to have them 
and you're allowed to say them at the top of your lungs wherever you are in this country and i don't have a problem with that i don't know i don't i don't care like i don't really care what your opinion is that's fine but i care about you know the fact that there is enough of, there are enough people in this country that feel a certain way and you're doing yourself a bad job when you're running a business if right. you if, as long as you listen if you're gonna if you, if you want to take the heat god bless good luck see what happens but don't fumble the bag is yeah is like, like there there was look, a way there was a way to do money, that right there's too much money in like at play there for you to make a organization wide decision like that where essentially you are now going to lose a part of your fan base because you've decided to take a stand and essentially isolate and put baby in the corner you know what i mean Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 just so silly. Um, but there's, I'm not surprised that that uh, that a, an organization I mean, this is, this did is it. The same, like this is the same league where we had people boo Willie O'Ree during his fucking jersey replacement. You right. know what I mean? Like this is the right. same league where when people talk about the political leanings of professional athletes, listen, don't get it twisted. Yeah. Professional athletes in this country, by and large, are conservative because of nothing else than their financial votes, standing, their financial right, yeah. tax ramifications of voting for Republicans over Democrats because they want to save tax dollars. That, for the most part, is where they stand. Now, you want to argue that the NBA from a is different? Yeah, it is because the league is predominantly black. You want to argue in the NFL that that's not the case? You might be right, but the league is dominated by a lot of like conservative, even there's a lot of black conservative players and and personnel and coaches and staff in the league. And there's just a lot of white conservatives in the league because of, you know, you know, the the way things go and the same reasons, the The NHL and major league baseball, they are predominantly white and they more so than the, than the NBA and the NFL. And so don't be surprised when this shit happens. Just yeah, no, don't be, yeah. don't be surprised. And yeah, no, like right or like wrong, said, don't be surprised. Yeah, like I said, bro. Like it's it, it's again. I, I'm waiting for the ads to get pulled for the fucking like hockey sport totos. I'm I'm waiting for that to keep, like I'm I'm waiting for the the Black History Month like jerseys or whatever to suddenly not do well when it comes to. Uh, sales and purchasing and all that shit. Like, I would love to see the numbers on those jersey sales for Black History Month that they did. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, I, w- I would love to see how much of them are still on the shelves compared to, you know, the the hell. Even more forward, I would love to see what the the sell numbers are for like the Maple Leafs and the Vancouver Canucks or whatever when they did like. First Nation Indigenous Pride Night or some shit like that when they did it for like the native uh, Canadians or whatever. I would love to. Love yeah, that, to that'd that, be cool. But, no, for sure. But for sure. Um, moving on from that, uh, in happier or funnier news, uh, John Butcher Gross and Kevin Weeks let it slip that the NHL is actively looking at two new expansion teams in the near future with Houston and Atlanta tabbed as the new spots. Um, Atlanta, we tried this. Yes. We did this dance. Yes, we Atlanta did. has failed twice before. 
But if they bring back those awesome, like light blue, baby blue Thrasher jerseys, I'm fucking oh, in. I'm, sold. I'm down. I'm down I'm for sold. that. Well, I like your line here. Uh, somewhere a Quebec Nordiques fan fell to their knees. What about the Hartford Whalers? Too? I was just like, about to say that. Damn yeah, it. Hartford I was just Whalers. about to drop the Hartford Whalers. Whalers. That's another one. <laughs> Hartford Whalers. Hartford Whalers were about to cry. Hartford Whalers were about to cry in the club right oh, now. Um, oh, listen. I mean, I mean, Houston, okay. Uh, Texas is coming on to like a big sp- you know, a population boom and all that stuff. And I, I see why Houston is the biggest market TV market without a right NHL team. I could see why they would do it. Um, I just Atlanta, the hockey just didn't, it didn't translate. No, I think Houston is going, is not going to get an expansion team. I'll, I'll put it to you that way. I don't think Houston gets an expansion team. I think Houston is the backup plan for if, and when the, Arizona Coyotes go to shit when Arizona doesn't work out. I just I was feel like say, Arizona ain't fucking working. Um, I, I Arizona hasn't let's worked in Me- ten years. Let's like, go to Mexico well, City at this point. Granted, but if they don't get the stadium, which it looks like it, they're not. Houston's your backup plan. I guess Port- Portland. I I also throw Portland in their mix too. You you know who's gonna get it and who everybody is cautiously not fucking mentioned even though they have the stadium Kansas and City deployed. yes Kansas City exactly Kansas Stadium has the stadium they have the arena they've worked with AE, uh, AEG before fucking the LA Kings and AEG they they already well, have rem- a connection to the league well remember there was the threat of the Islanders leaving for Islanders, Kansas City be- way back I when remember that and before and before the Islanders it was the Pittsburgh Penguins and if fucking Yager doesn't score that goal in the playoffs the fucking penguins are off to fucking Kansas City. And Mary yeah, probably right. the team and so on and so forth. Yeah, you're probably right. So Kansas City is a probably another backup plan for if the shit does fails in fucking Arizona. What do they use that arena State. for now? Uh that arena concerts. I think right now is just uh concerts and like convention center events and shit like that. But like okay. I don't believe do they... that there's any sort of uh like sports arena. Like what the T is it the T Mobile Center? Yeah, I think so. Um, it's a sprint center, yeah. Sprint center, T Mobile Center, whatever you so, want to yeah. call it. Yeah. Oh, so actually that's home for the you know what? The arena Big Twelve Champion No, the Big Twelve men's basketball championship is ha- has happening there. And okay. but oh, okay. let's see, but like I'm so I'm on the website now. So they have WWE SmackDown. They got Blake Shelton coming. They have the March Madness. That okay. So here you go. They're going to be hosting the mid the the tournaments Midwest Regional. So they're yeah, going to be they're, in the they're, they're in the Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, so the, they're doing they're, a UFC event. They're going to be just fine. They're, they do yeah, a they're lot okay. of concerts. So they, which yeah, begs, they're okay. With yeah, they're okay, but. Which begs the the question: They're they're packing out that stadium. They're bringing it in, and they're showing that they can fill that fucking stadium without the fucking NHL. The NHL's probably taking a good hard look, saying they already got the stadium. They've already got the fucking ownership. They've got like it's right, all, all you have to do is just for, you just have to. It's a move-in ready house, like, right? It, it, it's fucking turnkey. Like, yeah, it, I I don't like. If you want to cut your losses, finally, you cut your losses. Uh, Let's take a look we'll, here. We'll I'm, I'm looking at premium experiences at the T-Mobile Center. I'm curious. 
<laughs> no, listen, because I know because I know what it costs to go to MSG for premium. I hear you. And you know, sometimes it's not cheap. A picture of Patrick Mahomes. Do it. Mm. But I mean, well, did I tell you what the Rangers wanted for first round of the playoffs to go to that suite per ticket? Like a no. thousand or something ridiculous. Six forty a ticket. Yeah. Cool. Six forty. Six forty ahead. That's surprising. Oh my god. For and that's not including and that's alcohol not included. That's just soft drinks. And that and that's half right. That's half up front. That's only uh, half up front. You gotta right? put. No, no, no! It's six forty total per total? ticket. Okay, okay. But you have to lay out fifty percent up front in cash. Jesus. Well, not in cash, but you have to lay out sixty percent up fifty percent up front at the Holy time shit. of booking. Holy shit! Dude, I hope your I hope I hope your Amex Black Card is uh, available. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I'm ready. Jesus. Right. Me, and my little, ready, baby. Me, me and my little Amex uh, silver card or whatever I have. Yeah, my, my, I have the Delta nice Sky Mouse. Thanks for that, John. I got it. Oh, yeah, well, thank you for the points. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. But, I'm probably uh, going to be hmm. using that t- that credit card to be booking flights relatively soon. Yeah, same. Nice. Actually, Good for you. Uh, moving forward, Tony D'Angelo's beard, Corey Perry, the nuts. Oh, what a dick. Who do you this root for? Who do you, who do you root for here? Right. This was a dick right. on dick action. I was just about to say yes, this. This exactly. is dick on dick crime. Oh, but did they cross he got swords? suspended. <laughs> got suspended. Two games. Two games, yeah. Then took to his post-game availability to make himself the victim, saying, well, Corey Perry talks all day, and he wanted to fight, and he was pressuring me, so he had yeah, it you, coming. So, so fight him. Don't spear him. Uh, you alluded to it. This is going to be only time someone makes Corey Perry a sympathetic figure. You know how right. fucking hard. I mean, hard in this to... in this instance, Corey Perry was. They were they were like you know about to scuffle, and they were scuffling, and Corey Perry was not in the middle of the action, and was and was just like standing there, and he just goes Dude, to the nuts. His his own teammates looked around like, "What the fuck just happened?" What yeah, like, you are do? you? Is this for real? Like, yeah. yeah, what is going on here? Tony D'Angelo, douche okay. on douche crime. Yeah, no, I should have got suspended for a little bit more than two games, but all right, cool, two games. I mean, he's also got priors too, so it's like you probably should. I'm saying whatever. It's like a five gamer, but whatever, cool, whatever. Uh, Brad Marchand did an interview with Greg Wisniewski in which he flat out derided the NHL All Star Game. Uh, came out and said, guys don't want to play the NHL All Star Game because nobody wants to see your teammates go to the Maldives during the week off. And having to go to Edmonton when it's minus twenty. That's right. That's right. The All Star Game needs to be in nice cities, fun cities, which uh, like L.A., <laughs> L.A., Dallas, or um, Las Vegas. Warm, um, warm, and I warm. mean, I mean, I get, but beaches, beaches, also, beaches. Yeah, he's also forgetting that the number one job of Gary Bettman is to raise the potential value of franchises in the league. And the only right. way you do that is by bringing the draft or the All Star Game or major events to the market. Like I mean, right? But like, the you know, I look, I don't disagree his, with him. I think he's no, got a point. But, okay, but he's looking at it from a player standpoint. Like, it's not Gary Bettman's job to go toe to the players. He don't give a shit about the players. Like, he gives full yeah, full no, care. That's true. 
he gives full care about what the owners want, and if the owners want but, to freaking pay me nine hundred million dollars for a fucking franchise, then hey, I'm gonna I'm but, gonna. But you know what Goodell is really good at is is it kowtowing to the fucking the elite players in the NFL. Like fair, he's but, he's at least he, fuck the fucking twenty. You know, guys twenty two through fifty three on the roster. Fuck them. On all the rosters, but the top eleven on the rosters, they love Roger. They're big fans of him. Listen, for the most part, though, the the commissioner is there to make the owners money, and that's why Goodell makes fifty million dollars a year. Uh, right. So, that's it. So I could do his job too. Right. Well. So like, well, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, but like, I get where Gary Bettman's staying, and he's like saying, "Well, fuck, like, you got a new arena, like." There's a reason why the Seattle Kraken already have a winter classic game coming up and they've only been in the fucking league two years. There's right. a reason why the Vegas Knights already have the NHL draft there and they've been in the league for four. Like there's 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 a reason for this shit. Isn't it amazing how sports teams for the longest time avoided Vegas like the plague and now they're literally every every sport is gonna have a team there? Because you know the next expansion baseball is gonna have a Vegas. Oh, the Oakland A's Vegas are gonna team. fucking move there within the next. Oakland A's are bad. I was gonna say Oakland's right. got a so, fucking. So yeah, move well, there. if Oakland doesn't, if Oakland doesn't move in there, you know, an expansion team's going there. Oh, absolutely. The NFL, absolutely. the NFL has the Raiders. The NHL has um, the Knights. The NBA is is right there because the NBA was the first team was the first league to sure. be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, gambling. Oh yeah, gambling. I'm surprised no the NBA doesn't already have plans for an expansion franchise. And, and but the problem is they, they have to. They have to. They already two. play fucking games there. They play fucking preseason games there all the time at the fucking right. Thomas and Max. And also, yeah, and plus, I think they run the the G League. The G League, too. The G yeah. League summer tournament is always there. You know, I re- honestly, this is a total sidebar with the NBA, but I really wish that they would give a shit, give more of a shit about the G League. Because then you'd have guys not go to college and go to the G League. Agreed. And and well, and, until the G League gets well, the problem is I know it's a chicken or the egg, but until the G League gets the 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 rep and gets the publicity and the money and the endorsements, but that's, but that's what I mean. What the N, the NBA can make that happen. They can yeah, make that happen. Yeah. But, but it's, I, not listen, good, I, it's not as good of a product. It's never no, gonna be. but 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 if you want a true minor league basketball, like all you it can, takes is one guy or two guys to go to the fucking G League, right? Rather than North I, Carolina. I agree with that, but the problem is, is with the NIL, you're ne- now you're never going to get that because these guys are going to be able to to make these guys are going to be able to go and be on ESPN national TV and go through like and have pedigree you know and be part of like oh i'm at duke i'm at north carolina i I agree i'm just talking about honing your game better because most of these guys when they come out after they're one and done get manhandled in the in the nba right they're not ready i don't know how much better their bodies their their bodies aren't ready no but you have but you'd be playing more but if you're playing in the g league for two and a half years before they call you up you might have a fighting chance exactly exactly like I said, not all of them, but some guys, some of these guys, when they get when they make it to the NBA, they get manhandled. No, you're right. No, they do, and it's you know even Zion was like, 
when he first hit, you're like, he's not really refined and polished and ready no, for the league. No, he, he looked raw as shit. And what? Now it's we're going on three years with Zion and well, he can't, he can't stay, stay healthy. Court? Can't right. stay fucking healthy. Wow. That's a whole other so, story. Remember when he was uh, going to come to the Knicks? Yeah. Wow. yeah remember speaking, that? Speaking of rising franchise values to go back to the NHL, uh, the Ottawa Senators are seemingly going up for bid yesterday. Uh, deadline for nine binding bids was yesterday. It's coming on. Senators received nine bids, uh, and the highest two bids came at nine hundred million dollars. Uh, sales not only going to include the team, but it's also going to include the arena, the Canadian Tire Center, uh, and the recently purchased LeBreton Flats property, where the Senators are currently planning to develop a new stadium. So, for nine hundred million, you can get the team the current stadium and then the new stadium that's going to be funded by taxpayer money too. So doesn't look that bad that's of a deal. Ca- that's Canada's problem. <laughs> no, that's a, I was going to say that's Canadian problem. The, the auto I know, centers I know. worth fucking $900 million. Oh shit. Listen, it's, <laughs> they're worth what anyone's willing to pay. That's so true. He, um, you know, here's, here's the thing. And, you know, I know NFL franchises print money, and so do the NBA. Listen, they all do. You really don't see people selling them unless they have to or unless they want out of the game. Like, that's true. it's an, it's an investment, and it's an appreciating asset, as, as they would say. Well, as they, so, as they would say. To give context, the Senators were originally brought into the league, the expansion, in 92. Right, and Eugene Melnick spent ninety-two million dollars for it. The team's currently right, so, so worth nine hundred million dollars. Like, so there's oh, your there's your appreciating asset, right? So among those bidding for the Canadian hockey team for the fucking Ottawa Senators, uh, healthcare magnate Michael Andelor on one side, who also owns part of the Montreal Canadiens, uh, and on the other, Ryan fucking Reynolds. Do it. Mm-hmm. Backed by a consortium that includes Toronto real estate magnet moguls, uh, the Remington Group, uh, the uh, Remington Group are part owners of the Seattle Kraken. As per league bylaws, both of them have to divest their ownership and other teams in order to make any sort of deal possible. But you'd be stupid not to can't, get that. Can't, be see, can't see that team, as a right? problem. I wouldn't see. I can't see that as being a problem. Yeah, but you'd be stupid not to give this to fucking Deadpool and friends, right? Deadpool and friends. Listen, if they have the money, then they got the money. Like look it's... what they did. Look at how popular a third tier soccer team in England right. is. Right. Third right. tier. That's... Not even second tier. Fucking third tier. I'm that, looking that's at kind of renderings. Point. Like I'm looking at these renderings for the new stadium and they actually look kind of nice. No, they do. It does. I saw that. It, saw it looks that gorgeous. Today. Like if the, if they actually go through with it, like Okay, like suddenly, like you take that arena, you obviously you're going to put an entertainment like district around it, like all these teams do nowadays. And suddenly, like you're taking shine away from fucking Toronto or whatever, and you're making Ottawa destination. Like, right. Okay, like I could dig that if I'm a free agent then. Like, if you're making a destination to be and you're getting to back it from Ryan Reynolds and all that shit and you're making it a place to, like, like the hot happening place, to, for lack of a better term, like, 
it's only going to help the team. You know what I mean? Like you'd be stupid not to make him the face of your franchise. You know, of course, I mean? of course. Yeah. But I don't know. 900 million just fucking wowed me. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, but look at what but, the Mets sold for. They sold for 2.4 billion. Well, you know, what are the Rangers worth? They're probably worth a, a billion and a half. Like, right. Like my, my point is it wowed me not because of like, <clears throat> Oh wow. That's an overpay. But like, a team, the stadium, and the property that it's going to build a new stadium on from 900 million seem cheap, all things considered. The Nick, the the Rangers, the Knicks, Rangers, and MSG could sell for four bit four and a half billion. So yeah, all right, here we go. Right now, the Rangers so, right now by two point two, point two billion. billion. Yeah. Yep. Two point okay, two five. billion. So the Knicks are probably worth three. Now the see Rangers. the pro- The thing is. See the thing is the the Knicks, the Rangers, and MSG they're 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 part of a larger thing, like the oh, MSG like Entertainment Group because MSG owns the Forum out in LA, Radio City. Um, oh, what do you call it? They're building that. they're building that thing, the Sphere in Vegas. Yeah, I forgot like, about that. The, the, the MSG is not just Madison Square Garden; it's like an entertainment company. Yeah, no. So it's like so. Right. So M- yeah, MSG owns. I'll tell you right now what all all the shit that it owns. Uh, so like like you said, MSG itself, the theater at MSG, Radio City, the Beacon Theater. Right. The Beacon, uh, that's right. The Beacon. Yeah. The Chicago Theater in Chicago, the MSG Sphere at the Venetian, the MSG Sphere in London, uh, uh, the properties. That, that go with the Tao Group Hospitality, which is Hakusan, the Omnia, Marquis, Lavo, all in Las Vegas. They own MSG Network, MSG Go, MSG Plus Network that you're going to see now. Um, shit. Like, yeah, there's, it's, it, it's, it's not a, that simple. Like, like when everyone's like, oh, go and sell the team. Like, it's not that simple. You can't. No, I know. You can't. Like, you know, it's, you, you can't sell. You, you can't can sell. Well, I mean, it's, Listen, anything you could, you well, could yeah, sell. Yeah, it I mean, be done. money solves all problems. It's right, no, just... but it's gonna be, a, it's gonna be a for the both. You, it's, it's a, you're probably buying both franchises and the building. You're you know buying it as a set. You're not buying you know one the most without the other. Consistent revenue generator yeah. for MSG properties is right now. What? The rights to the fucking uh, Radio City Rock Cats and the Christmas Spectacular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like a big because that's like a fucking that that's it's all profit that that costs yeah. them nothing to, to run. Oh, and yeah. People go every fucking year. It's mm-hmm. that right. thing makes millions. So it's it makes, the most consistent revenue generator for fucking MSG. It probably makes them a hundred million a year in yep. in profit. Oh, easily because you're it's it's the same. Not that it's the same thing every year, but yeah, it's probably nominal costs. Right. Yeah. New costumes, maybe. Yeah, and, really and painting the dancers and the costumes. Well, of course, music, yeah. And that's it, but it's easy. But it's all easy. that. So. But, yeah. So I think may, we... May, we, I, may we, I add two quick two quick stories that are related. Um, college basket... In the, from the world of college basketball, um, end of an era in two very interesting places in college basketball. Yes. Patrick Ewing was fired by Georgetown today. Yep. Oh, and okay. Jim Beheim with his loss in the ACC tournament. He's out. Awkward, He's awkwardly out. retired slash was pushed out. 
Um, Didn't give a straight answer at his press conference. But anyway, whatever, cool. Um, Jim Beheim, end of an era at Syracuse for the for basketball. That is uh, definitely end of an era. And Patrick, you, Patrick Ewing being, I didn't realize Patrick Ewing was still coaching at Georgetown. Well, remember when the Big East was a thing? Yeah, remember oh. the Big East? Yeah, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'll close on this because the news just came down the pike. Uh, you will soon be able to bet for all our uh, degenerates out there. Oh, God, I know where you're going with this. (laughs) You want to finish it? You want to finish it? No, I want to kill myself. That's that's what I... That's what I... Nope. You you will soon be able to bet on the WWE, folks. You will soon be able to bet on the outcome of matches. No. The outcome of predetermined no. scripted yes. matches. No, they are they are they are going game. to was it Ernst and Young to pretty much lock up the results so they won't leak to the public. Yes, they're no. they're going to Which like is- an investment firm so they can so they can guarantee that their predetermined matches. And their results. Look, so Ernst Ernst and Young is one of is one of the big six. Um, yes, one of the big six accounting firms in the world. Yeah, and they are responsible. I think Ernst and Young is also responsible for running. I want to say the Mega Millions or Powerball, one or yes. the other. Yeah, right. So they, so there there might be some experience here. No, they know and, what they're doing. But like, it's just it's just a little weird to. Where gambling is supposed to be like where gambling on sports is like, well, you know, you don't really know what's going to happen. It's like, oh, Jesus, like you're going to bet. So like, you know, a a fucking Roman Reigns, John Cena match, like, come on. Like my PSA to all you out there, if you bet on the on the WWE, you're a fucking moron and I'm trashing you. The end. Here's here's my my caveat to this. It's March 10th right now because it's 1225 mm-hmm. Wrestlemania or whatever is on it's in like 28 days uh, I'll tell you the exact date Hold on. Wrestlemania it's in the is, summer right uh, no it's in like two weeks <coughs> two three oh. weeks it's it's April 1st okay we're three weeks out and I can go down the card that's already been announced and tell you everybody who's going to win at WrestleMania. Because if you just watch the fucking show week to week, I know. You know already who's going to win. Right. Like oh. Roman God. Reigns is going to lose at WrestleMania because they brought Cody Rhodes back. Like they God paid Cody it. Rhodes a shit ton of money to fucking come back and win. Like, you know, they brought freaking John Cena out of retirement to win like the dude's not going to get paid fucking 45 million dollars to just show up and lose like come on we're, we're, we're taking bets on this god damn it bets. god damn it like uh, I, I'm, I just just angers the fuck out of me like now i gotta go to bed angry i know here so I am looking up. Oh, I'm looking up season we, ticket mask season tickets for New York City FC. Like I'm just trying to see. Like, let's go. 
I'm just looking. I'm not looking up season tickets. I'm just looking up tickets. Like it, it, I, I, I'm just disgusted. <laughs> Who are we reason. gonna sucker into making a bet on fucking? No, I mean, game, honestly, I haven't gambled in like two weeks. I, I, I just it's it, it's football. It's football or bust for all of us. I'm just waiting That's for baseball. I, honestly, I haven't. I pulled baseball. all my. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting for a couple of good shares or starts to I, like. I pulled make all my money. money out. I'm just waiting. You know, whatever. I feel like you have to at this point. Like, there, there's nothing really to bet on. Like, there, there's a couple of fucking like prop bets for the WBC, but that I, I don't know. Nah, I couldn't give a shit. Give two shits about that. Like, I, I yeah, I don't want to fucking lose money on fucking international baseball. But right. We'll do some. We'll do some MLB futures. Well, before the season yeah, starts. I mean, we'll 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 close on a happy note. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Betting on Sunday is gonna be fucking wild for you boys because suddenly we got something to do next week and the fucking brackets are out. Sunday. Oh yes, oh yes. So if you guys want to go ahead and create a little uh, tournament challenge between the three of us, let's do it. Make a bracket. Why not? Yeah, and- we can do that. I'll, yeah, you know, I'll set, like, I'll set that, that up good. right now. I'll set that up right now. We'll, we'll start Enough. a little tournament bracket on fucking <clears throat> or something like that. Bracketology. Uh, Send me yeah, your emails in like our little group chat on the phone, and I'll I'll set it up. Yeah, we'll we'll set it up. We'll do whatever. We'll all pick our shit, and then whatever. We'll 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 make it interesting, and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll go from there. I'm down. Sound good? Let's do it. All right. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. It'll well, give us something to gripe about when this, in the second round when fucking <laughs> uh, fucking what you gonna call it uh, Loyola I, Chicago fucking inevitably yes, ruins one of our Iowa brackets. State yeah. Cyclones let's go yeah oh, I don't know inevitably we'll we'll have something to complain about when two of us are losing money going into fucking yes week sixteen um anyway I guess that's a good fight good night friends yeah so uh, yeah. Dad Pod signing uh, off. Dad Pod signing off. We'll let you guys go. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Later. Later.